Hello, hello, hello. This is another episode of the Mental Threads Podcast, episode 136. I'm here with a special guest, a longtime friend over here, uh, Giorgio Benyon. That's how you pronounce it, Benyon? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Benyon. The G is silent. It's G-B-E-N-Y-O-N, but yeah, we don't we don't say the G. That's the American way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all too familiar with the American pronunciation, <laughs> African names. Just <laughs> to call my name out in class, talk about T-Souflite. <laughs> it's like, what? They ain't even. I'm like, this shit ain't even funny. There ain't no use in the name. How you gonna get souffle? Like, they fucking, I don't know. You can't read, bitch. Yeah, people been fucking my voice up for years. Like ever, just ever since elementary school, they've been always been fucking my voice up. So I just tell them the G silent. Yeah, no, see, yeah, sometimes it's better off to just put it like, I mean, safely ain't hard, you know, safely, but it's just like sometimes they may say like Safil and shit, and I'm like, okay, that's not too bad, you know, Safil. That's what I thought, I thought it was Safili, I thought it was Tony, Tony Safili. Yeah, Safili, you got it, it's yeah. Safili, but sometimes they'll say Safil, because, oh. you know, I'm just like, okay, fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even start, but it's like, actually, my real government name is T. Dolake Safili, like, Dolake. Tony was like a nickname. What is that, like, is that French? I uh, know it's not French. It's African as hell. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's two words put together in my language. It's actually uh the first part is say is actually what you would name your first son, like mm-hmm. say firstborn son, yeah. and then the feely part is like you know the morning dew on the grass. Yeah, I have Cause... a cousin named Say. Actually, I have a cousin. I have a cousin named Say and an uncle named Say. Yeah, aren't you mono too? I don't know on my dad's side, but I know on my mom's side is uh Basa. Basa. Yeah. Okay. You might be mono then if you got cousins like that name say and stuff like. Yeah, yeah, nah, for sure. My dad, I don't know, I don't know if he's too into like the tribal stuff, but I know that his father's like my grandfather, his father, my dad's father, my grandfather is from uh, Togo. So like, yeah, I, I have, I still have West African roots. I identify as Liberian, but um, you know, my I have I have other relatives in other parts of West Africa, so. Oh, yeah, sure, that would make sense. Because your family is pretty affluent, right? Didn't your grandfather play soccer or something like that? Uh, he played soccer, but I don't think he – I think he just played on a collegiate level. His his main thing when he, uh, when he like, got into his own was he he was a diplomat. He was, like, working with politics. He was an ambassador for the for Liberia for a long time, sitting, sitting chair ambassador for them for about, I think, like, 15 to 20 years. All right, cool. Yeah, that would explain a little bit then. All right, on that end. Because it's like, there was a sense of... Then maybe, like, you might have, like, uh, roots to people who might have been, like, American slaves then. Because it was really the American slaves that were running the country. No, I definitely do. My 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 grandma... My, my uh, dad's mother's grandmother... My dad's mother's grandmother, I believe, was one of the first Liberians to come back from america she she was living in florida she was born in florida Mm -hmm. and came back so she was a part of that like Uh, marcus garvey everybody come back type thing so yeah she was she came back and started her family in liberia yeah so that's cool that's great that you know you can carry your roots that far like i'll be trying to do a family tree and everything you know my folks are all indigenous people so it's just like you know like Maybe there could be a chance where, like, there could have been, like, an American slave that kind of bought and mixed in with somebody. Because, like, you know, I know, like, my my grandmother Estella, actually, my grandmother Estella's eldest sister's first son was Thomas Kuomba, 
Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like if you ever go into the history of the Civil War and everything, you know where Thomas Kuhn kind of fits into the whole uh, thing. You know, I'm I'm not really gonna bring it all down because I'm kind of identifying myself too much here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just, uh, but it's like you really just know, like from that, like power and everything. A lot of that came from like a, a lot of the American slaves that were there. You know. Yeah, he was with the was Thomas. He was with um, uh, Turner, right? I know. I think I don't. All I know he was like he was cool with um what's his name, dude. Uh, who was the guy that was uh Samuel Doe for a little bit, and then like they he was cool. Samuel not Doe. cool. No, he weren't cool. Cool, but it's like they had their, they really had a dispute where they went against each other. Yeah, Samuel Doe is like the he's the he's like one of the main ones who fucked up the country. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know, I met his daughter one time years ago. You have Veronica Doe. Wow, there was like a no grease party. <laughs> I'm all things. Small world. It's Small like, world. Fact. Like really, it's like yeah, we're our our freaking relatives are enemies with like yo. Yeah, this Greek. Our relatives are trying to kill each other. Okay. But yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's like yeah, this no grease party. You look at that art right there. It's just like it's so weird because it's like really like there was no reason any of that shit should have went down. Like really dead ass. Like they really could have given more opportunities to the indigenous people to actually have a say. And how the country was ran because they, you know, they were citizens, just yeah, like anything. Yeah. Regardless I mean, if you believe in it, they were able to, you know, they got a voice too to make all this stuff work together. Like that's how countries should approach these situations. You know? Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. It would definitely should have been handled better. It de- it should have been handled better, but you know, back back then things were just things things were different back then. Yeah, man. Have you ever seen videos from like how Liberia looked in the nineteen seventies, sixties, and stuff? We really had our shit together for a while, you know, for a little bit, you know, like first republic in Africa. We were really making things yeah, we okay, were. but then it was just like you know, then all that civil war shit happened, and then yeah, yeah we were on our way. We we're definitely on our way, but um, the sitting president at the time, who um, who was running the country. He pissed off a lot of indigenous people, and um, that's what that's what started the war. Yeah, man. But for them to take it to that degree, they kind of went over at the top. Like you got to admit, just a little no, bit no, over the top. I mean, I definitely because I'm a I'm a relative of uh, of uh, the Talbers. The Talbers, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm re- I'm that's like I'm I'm close with like my aunt is a Talbert. Mm. Yeah, so I'm close with a lot of like of the Talbert family. So like, I mean, I know the whole, like if you, if we, if you want to break it down, we can break it down. But I feel like a lot of people don't realize, cause there are other countries out there with civil war and everything happened to ravage their countries too. Like Rwanda is one of them for sure. Yeah, yeah. But Rwanda bounced back and now they're like, kind of like the Singapore of Africa. Well, I feel like the reason why Liberia didn't bounce back from it, because there was a lot of, uh, uh, foreign, entities messing with like the, they were like playing a political game like America was playing this game Europe Eng- the UK was involved they had uh they had um what's the word I'm looking for they had like a stake in they had stake in Liberia like they 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 had interest in it so they wanted the war to go a certain way and um you know the reason why we didn't bounce back was because of uh what is it? What's his name? Miles Turner? Miles Turner. Or is it? Uh, I don't know if it's Miles Turner. Well, I know uh, Mr. Turner. I know this is his last name. Charles Turner. Charles Turner. Or Charles Taylor? Is Charles what Taylor. Talking? Sorry. Yeah, did you say Turner for like Timmy Turner? I'm like, yeah, what? I'm no, looking no. at you like, what? Yeah, Charles Taylor. Charles Taylor. Yeah. So, yeah, it, a lot of people don't know this, but he was, um, he was, um, you know, uh, 
he was groomed and like molded mm-hmm. and had and what he was given these ideologies and when he was given these ideologies he was sent by the CIA US government because he was living in um America at the time in Boston mm-hmm. he was sent by the CIA US government along with um that that uh sitting president the the woman mm-hmm. oh yeah Eileen uh, Sirleaf yeah, yeah. She, he was sent with her into Libya and they were they were training uh they were doing military training basically training basically the CIA trained them in Libya on how to overthrow uh Samuel Doe mm. yeah so one because um once Samuel Doe took over Tolbert and Samuel Doe stood for the indigenous people um there was like a lot there wasn't the the country wasn't stable the country was in turmoil at the time so they sent uh, Charles Taylor in there to kind of like bring stability, but when he quote unquote, quote unquote, unquote <laughs> you know, but when they sent him in there and uh, to do all that all that military training, they showed him certain things, and then he took that and just ran with it. You know, he brought in like a lot of child so- soldiers and did a, he did a he was he did a lot of bad things, but he was trying, he was still fighting. He was still trying to, you know, um, he wanted his main thing was education. He wanted to educate the country. He he was trying to do what Tolbert was doing. But um, the way he went about it was just very violent, you know. So and fucked up because come on, getting child soldiers and everything and saying it's a good thing. Like I know, I know, especially like for Africa as a whole, we grew up a lot faster and everything. But dude, like come on, like these kids were not. That's just no. There's no, no reason you should hold even an AK-47. No, it was taking people's lives away and talking about some for education. You know, it was definitely messed up. It was just like it was definitely messed up, and I'm not trying to like downplay you know it. downplay no. it. It was definitely messed up. But my my thing is is like the what the his i the idea mm-hmm. the idea what he was trying to do was a good idea because he wanted to he wanted to seize power so he could kind of like enrich our uh, uplift the citizens of Liberia but he was he was trying to just only uplift a certain type of demographic or a certain type of citizen he wasn't really gear gears towards indigenous everybody. people yeah he wasn't like helping everybody and I, I'll go back to Tolbert what Tolbert's ideology was to educate the the common Liberian to educate the kids and he want and he was trying to make Liberia more more independent mm-hmm. by um he was taking he wanted to instead of importing the importing rice mm-hmm. he wanted to export rice he only wanted to use the country rice the 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 rice that they grew and the indigenous people didn't like that and that became and that and that stemmed from a lack of education because they didn't understand that the um they didn't understand a self-sustaining country could have more leverage on a global field. They didn't understand that. They said we're, we, he was te- he was he was telling people like we're in, we're importing all this rice. We're we're buying all this rice. We're do, we're buying rice from different countries when our main crop is rice. Why are we doing that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he put a tariff on you know rice coming f- from out of country. Mm-hmm. He put a tariff on that. And the indigenous people didn't like that. They just saw it as, oh, this this man, he rich. He think he think uh, he he think that we we gonna, we can't we uh, can't afford this rice. Or we 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 don't want this rice. 
He's like, he basically, the indigenous people are basically saying, we don't want, we don't want the country rice. We don't want the rice from the country. We want our own rice. And the tax, the tax that he put on the rice that was coming from out of the country uh, was at like adding fuel to the fire, you know? So that's what kind of started Samuel Doe. And that's how, that's what uh, enraged him to take power. So when Charles Taylor came, came around and grabbed power, it was just a lot of bloodshed, just a ton of bloodshed. We was already coming out of bloodshed. And then we have another like dictator who who is taking the country in blood. You know what I'm saying? And what and the, one of the main things that I didn't like that um one of the main things that I didn't like that uh the that America did and CIA and you in the UK did to Charles Taylor after he had seized power is they kind of they 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 indicted him NATO indicted him but not standing they indicted him but he was basically sent on a mission from the CIA you yeah, know what i'm saying and y'all be like oh no we didn't know this man so like, yeah y'all so y'all basically saying y'all y'all he cuz he was doing this for years the civil war didn't end in one night he was doing this for years so if he was so if he was operating in a way that they didn't want him to operate they could they would have just told him to stop maybe they did i don't know but highly doubt that highly doubt that yeah i highly doubt it but you know, years to tell people what not to do exactly exactly so so I so I so I say that to say this they one they indicted him and then he made a deal with NATO and he was like okay they were because they wanted to, what they wanted to do is they wanted him to step down and they wanted to put him in jail but he was like look I'm not I don't want to go to jail because I'm I did what you guys told me to do I took I took control of the country that's what y'all told me to do I took control they indicted they they didn't so they so they came to an agreement that instead of indicting him he was stepped down. And he will leave Liberia, so he went to go live in Nigeria. I think like five years later, they went and got him in Nigeria, and now he's sitting in a UK prison for life. That sucks. I mean, it was still pretty shitty because, like, keep in mind, I'm indigenous people, mm-hmm. and I could understand to a certain degree. Cause I don't want to talk about like down my people, but it's like, like lack of education could really make or break anything like that's yeah. like the difference maker with everything you know like you see it with the nazis in germany and everything why was did their economy fuck up oh they blamed it on the jews, jews yeah. and it's just like uh even like with the whole civil war situation in america and everything you know they had like people who were owning slaves but they weren't fighting the wars they were forcing all the others yeah. so they'd be able to fight the wars for them yeah you know not, it's, it's just not like, re- it's not even like so much so much of a lack of education it's just the I- ideology a country has yeah. Yes. It's hard to change that. So when you and when you try to change it, and a lot of like death and bloodshed comes out of it, it just makes for like a bigger mess, you know. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know. Maybe there could have been some things that probably could have been avoided over the years and everything. But because like when a lot of Black Americans came to Liberia, they already had this sense of just like yeah, like better. a superiority because yeah. it was installed because of the Americans. So we're noticing a pattern of yeah. America's influences screwing us over, right, right, a lot. And it's just like now we're at a place now where we got a new president and he. George Way, one of the best football players. <laughs> one of the best soccer players. I don't, I don't really know I mean, too much about. No, it's what, no problem. Yeah, I don't really know too much about uh, George Wea, but I know, I do know that um, he is a sitting president. There, there's been a lot of um, allegations of stealing money and things like that. But he's a sixth grade graduate. For real? <laughs> oh, wow, he that's as high as he's been. 
Yeah, no, nah, that's fucked up. But I mean, but he still became like the world's best soccer player at one point. Yeah, he was really good. He's a really but good. That's sport. almost like getting Hulk Hogan to be like the president of this country. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, yeah, I mean, Maybe Michael Jordan might be a better choice. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying, like, at least he graduated university. <laughs> no, I think, um, no, I mean, shout out to George Weah, man. He's do, he's yeah, he's doing his best. He's doing his best for yeah. what for his sixth grade education. Yeah, he's doing his best. Shout out to him and his son. His son is in the in the USA team, which I think is great. You know? Yeah, you know, but you know, he doesn't claim Liberia like that. A lot of people don't uh, can't claim um, yeah. like their home country, yeah. like when they're like playing for other sports. I mean, for Liberia's case, I don't know because like I'm I'm gonna be a Liberian until the day I die. You mm-hmm. know. Like, even in my IG name, Liberian Toast Crunch, that's the first thing. That put everything is just Liberia, Liberia. Because I feel like there's a lot of work to be done. And like, yeah. for us, diaspora, you know, the children of a, of a post-Civil War Liberia, you know, sent to this country, you know, to work and, you know, do what we got to do. Um, whether if it comes in the form of Quiddy Pay, joining the cults, mm-hmm. or Timothy Way <coughs> playing on the U.S. team, or whether you want to be a doctor, businessman, whatever you want to do to kind of like probably set the standard um, in America to at least bring some kind of revenue, some kind of profit, or learn something that could definitely like you know fix our country. It's going to be a step by step process, Georgia. Yeah, it's not. It's, gonna, it's, it's not going to happen overnight. That's years of yeah, that's, civil war and dysfunction. Yeah, that's decades of work that that we have cut out for us you know it's not really uh something that's gonna get fixed overnight but i mean there's hope though yeah there's definitely hope. i mean if you, i did past episodes with my grandfather and his brother and everything um i know like uh, my uncle george um definitely sp- spoke on some things because he teaches at the university and uh, liberia and everything and they just have certain ways of like how they see things and everything or mm-hmm. you know maybe we just need new leadership well i definitely need something more progressive But at the same time, still grounded by certain values. And and I feel like that's what Tolbert was trying to do. But I just feel like the way he went about it, the tariff is really what made is really what made everybody, you know, kind of yeah, pissed off and take a step back was and was like, well, do we really need one this guy to run our country? Because, you know, like as far as like um, Samuel Doe, like my my family is like we're we're like forever scarred from what he did you know because he he uh actually murdered like one one of his generals like his people actually murdered like one of my uncles yeah well you're preaching to the choir here he ate my cousin my yeah. second my first cousin thomas Coolenpa. yeah he ate him that's crazy that was it yeah he they, they, they did way too much bro like yeah he was doing they were doing like they were doing it was kind of like isis they were doing like public massacre public executions and things like that so and they sweep a lot of that onto the rug like yeah. you, people don't realize how america has literally forsaken our country yeah the little america that is in africa and everything mm-hmm. the one they sent all those u.s slaves to which is really just a reflection of them not giving a fuck all right but it's like you know like we're still your child to a certain degree like a republic of you took people from africa to mm-hmm. build your country you sent them back and you had no notion of trying to like build them up for anything they just had to do everything on their own 
Yeah, which they did. They're doing pretty well. And then when you know, shit just you want to take more advantage of everything. You know what I'm saying? That's too much. Yeah, it was really is 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 just a mess. Up. Somebody need to make and somebody needs to make a movie on it and really like. And really, I think Blood Diamond was probably the best way. Yeah, but it was Blood Diamond was a little bit because it didn't like focus on the politics. It kind of was just on the diamonds and it was trying to make it seem like diamonds was the reason. It was, but I mean, diamonds did play a role in it. It was but, resources. It's yeah. all about resources was, and them not being valuing the resources because there's so many things in Africa as a whole that the world needs. There are mm-hmm. materials in your cell phone right now that come straight out of Africa, Africa yeah. and yet you look into Africa and it's like you just see it as a dome for no reason. But that's the worst part. There are other parts where there's mansions and everything they exist too. Yeah, but it's like at the they same don't show time, those parts though. Don't like to, but it's just like you know, just to make it seem like they ain't got shit, but they got shit there. They just never get compensated for anything. Facts. That's what that's what the education system screwed up on that end because I swear if we actually knew how much we play a stake in these countries without Africa every everywhere collapses. You're right. Guaranteed. That's a fact. That's a fact. That we is know a that. fact. We know that. But, yeah. You know seriously, but they don't want to paint that picture because then they have to really have to fess up for a lot of the shit that they really put a, a lot of our people through. Yeah. And then like you know America doesn't want to look like the bad guy. Ever. They never want to look like the bad guy. They always they they kind of like they're the they're the country that throws the rock and hide the hand, you know. Literally, especially in Libya with a Gaddafi and everything wanting to invest into the coin, mm-hmm. he wanted to push like um he wanted to push. Obama was responsible for that one, right? <laughs> right? Nah, for real. Let's talk about it. Let's talk yeah, about seriously, it. because it's just like Ob- no- Obama made that call to do that in Libya. And literally, Gaddafi wasn't trying to... Libya went crazy after Gaddafi died and everything. Yeah. Like, literally, he was trying to push to improve the country. He was doing just a fine job. Dictatorship isn't always the worst thing, as long as you really have your people's interests at heart. Yeah, I just think, like, when, you, when you're when you an outside country and you're trying to, you know, create some type of influence, you have to just do it very subtly because when you do something like that... If you do it the wrong way, it can ha- it can end very badly, you know. Yes. You know, I, you don't really see a lot of countries where it's even been done um like effectively. Mm-hmm. You know, but um I feel like if you're trying to create some type of influence, you should first try to give something, you know, so you can create some type of leverage instead of just trying to say what you want and then just say like okay if you don't do this i'm gonna take out your leader like yeah i mean but they had the power to do so you know the nuclear bombs and everything of that nature it's just really just a matter of just like really applying that pressure because like when you live in a world where it's like where fear and power is like really like everything Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you're that's what's going to happen. You know, it's just like that's how they're going to administrate things of that of that nature. You know, like uh, this country literally is where it's at right now, all through fear and power, the power to put slaves on a boat, the fear that instilled in them to work on <laughs> working work on a plantation yeah. until they drop dead, no matter what type of humiliating, fucked up ex- experiences they had to go through right. and everything. We just talk about it now. Like, we didn't realize that we were literally sitting on the same soil as a lot of these people who suffered and they're just buried. Like, you know, like they didn't even have a chance. You watch Roots and it's just like, you know, like, wow. 
Like, this was life for people. Right. You had to wake up one day and your sibling was going to be given away. You would never see them again. Never. They're on a whole different, they're across the world. They're all, they're taking, they're being taken across the world. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Like, when you realize, like, how messed up that is. And then another thing that people don't realize is, like, we were in slavery longer than we were out of slavery. Black Americans, like, we, we've been in, like, we were in slavery. If you're, if you're any type of West African, just consider, consider yourself a slave because that's where they were all coming from. You know what I'm saying? So we were in that for, like, four, 400, 500 years, like, 450 years. Cause there were slave, there's even slaves in the 1930s. They don't, they don't talk about that. There was, there was places that still had slaves in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. So think, so if you, so if you say that, if we're saying that the last slave, the last, there was no slave, this, there was absolutely no slaves up until, like, or there was absolutely no slaves back until like 1929 or 1928. We're saying that there that's when the last slave was set free. We've been out of slavery for less than a hundred years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we haven't even we haven't even been half of the way we haven't even been half of the way that we were in slavery. Literally. So that's like that's that's kinda like crazy to think about. I remember I was in an African American studies class in high school and I when I realized that I was like, wait a second. So you mean to tell me the seventeen, the sixteen hundreds, the seventeen hundreds, the eighteen hundreds, and a little bit of the nineteen hundreds, we were enslaved? And they make it seem like, oh man, come on, man, that happened forever ago. <laughs> that happened, that happened forever ago. It wasn't even. Oh, it was just like fifty years. Like no, bro, it was literally, it was literally like our four or five generations. Four or five generations. You go back two generations, and you're and you can find slaves. You 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 can go back two generations and find slaves. So that's not even a long. That's not even long. A long Jim period Crow of time. and everything. Even like the owner of the Cowboys just got ousted for bullying black kids for going. Yeah, let's let's talk. What's, what's that guy like? J- Joe Jer- Jerry something? I'm not a Cowboys fan. So nah, they were playing shit. last night. I actually betted against them, but they won. I was fucking pissed. But um, nah, the, yeah, he was like. I think that's so fucked up. Like so so you see we see things like that. I think his I think his name is like Jerry Joe or J- Jerry Jones or something like that. Definitely not a racist name. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's like you got so like we can see things like that and just like sweep that under the rug, but Kyrie posts a video and then about the black Hebrews. And then it's we have a whole list of things that he should do. So I'm like, so where's the list for this guy? Where's the list? It was out there, out there. So it's just because like, it's not. It's di- like I feel like Kyrie thing. The what Kyrie did, yeah, like it wasn't smart. It was wrong. You posted a video. It's kind of fucked up. Okay, okay, but it's not like the. It's not the worst thing he could could have done. It's not like he wasn't stopping people from going to school. He's not active. He's not actively, you know, fighting against the liberation of anybody. You know what I'm saying? He he he's he's for all people. But then you have this guy who's literally sitting outside protesting against the kid against uh integration he's protesting he wants to keep everything segregated he's literally outside actively fighting against the liberation of black people you're he's like i, I don't nobody cancels him nobody, nobody does nothing like that's insane to me like you we you see him out there 
actively fighting against us. Like you gotta, you have to be like, you have to have some real hatred in your heart to go to be one of those people who go, who went out there and protest against integration. Like, and they were raised on it. That's the thing. Like people were in the room's house talking about some like, yeah, we can't have them go to our school. We can, and it's just like, what's the problem? Like, what's the issue so bad? Just little pigmentation problem. That's an issue. Where it's like that, that makes you uncomfortable. It's it's really disgusting, you know. It's really dumb, but it's yeah. just like, but it's like that's just the shit we're the, we founded this country on. Like we just got a black president since then. We've had a orange president, and now we're having an Alzheimer's patient <laughs> telling people what to do. And I'm like, you know, I don't know, man. This country's weird. This country is mad it's, weird. It's crazy. Everything is this like generations some, weird. Sometimes we, I I watch the news and I see like these these current events, and I just feel like everything is backwards. But I mean, like. When you see something like that, and then like they're we're just supposed to forget about it. It's nothing. There's not gonna be any outrage on that. They're not gonna talk about it on the news. They're not gonna. Nobody's gonna make a list of stuff that he has to do. They're they're what they're gonna say is, oh, that was back then. He's he's changed. He's oh he's he's oh look oh he's the owner. He he has tons of black employees. What do you mean? You know what I'm saying? Employees. That's what they're gonna. That's what they're, that's, that's what they're gonna say. That's the rhetoric that they're gonna put out. That's the narrative. That's what the narrative's gonna be. Not apology, not nothing, not even a, like, hey, I was in a different mindset then. At least something. But it's like, there's no pressure. That's one thing I know. Like, you can really just, shit like that can pop up and it won't even, like, really destroy. Except for that one dude. Like, what was he, the Clippers. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Clipper, and then, like, he had, like, this black girlfriend or something, which is weird. So, oh, I don't want to sit with those niggers or whatever. And then it's just, like, now it's, like, uh, what happened with dude? He lost his franchise, right? Well, he, yeah, he had... They made him. Um, they basically made him sell sell his franchise, but it wasn't like they didn't really make him do it. So what? So what? Ha- what happens? Like the NBA has a policy where like the uh, the teams they're not they're like they're not solely there's it's not a sole partnership it's not a sole sole ownership it's like a partnership with the owner and the NBA so the NBA doesn't have the the leverage to tell them like you have to sell the team but what they can do is like they can suspend them for a year and then like make it to where it's like very difficult for them to keep the team especially like so these so these guys buy these teams and they like the the value goes up. They're like they're getting money off the team every year, but the big payout is like when they sell the team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or they just keep it in their family. Like you see the Bus family, they've had the Lakers for years, so they keep they just keep it in the family. But um, uh, so what the NBA did was basically they just made it like really hard for him to keep the team. If he was gonna stay owner, the this, the franchise was gonna lose and drop and drop and drop in value, and he was gonna have nothing. Cause I'm sure a lot of his net worth was tied up in the tied up into the uh, the Clippers. the Clippers. So the smart thing for him to do at that point is to sell the team. But they didn't make him sell the team. It's the same thing with the Suns uh, head coach because I think the same thing. Uh, not the head coach, but the owner of the Suns did the same thing. I think they found him do did some. He did something racist, and then um. Yeah, he did. I forgot what he did. I think he's. I think he did the same thing. I think he said the N word. In American history, <laughs> American tale. Yeah. I did something <laughs> racist. racist. Not pay for it. You just flipped the page in your social studies book. I did something racist. <laughs> Remember that thing I said like about two hundred years ago? I don't know. Like yeah. fucking last year, yeah. like, that text I sent out like yeah. I was drunk. 
I don't know. Being like, that's such a weird thing. I don't know. I can understand being like prejudiced due to something that you may have experienced with somebody. Yeah. You know, but it's like just a flat out just think that you're uh, like superior to somebody else because of like reasons that are just like, um, I'm going to just say shallow. Let's just mm. say shallow. Well, so, just, some people like there's a, there's these people nowadays where they'll like they'll like justify their racism and like they call it like geo they're like they, it's like a thing called geo theory like I forget exactly the name it's called like it's like it's like geo theory or so, but it's like basically the theory of like ge- geography and different people from different parts of the world are better at different things uh-huh. and so like basically people will root their racism and that ideology and that will be like their excuse for being racist or like oh i think asians are better at math i think uh africans and black people are better at um uh, sports and athleticism and music i think uh white people are better at literature and um Invention. and reading and and inventions and uh well, we've invented a lot of shit and machinery they, they'll say they'll say shit like that and not and then i'll just look at them like so you guys just so happen to be the race that's good at everything that's valuable in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that y'all, you guys just so happen to be the the race that's, you know, the best at that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, the, but people, that's what people will do. They'll say like, Oh, I'm not, I don't, I'm not racist. I just think different races are better at different things. Like, no, bro, you're just racist. That's Everybody. I, 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 I can debunk that because it's like, if you put anybody, doesn't matter the color of their skin, white, black, brown, yellow red it doesn't matter you put anybody in a certain an environment mm-hmm. that, and you breed them in that environment they can be good at whatever they whatever they, they put their mind towards yeah whatever they lean towards whatever they put their minds so literally got luka donkey dunking on niggas and fucking <laughs> the, Ma- the mavericks right it's mavericks like, love them some white hole <laughs> it's not it's not a white or black thing people try to make it seem like it's a white or black thing i mean the reason why a lot of black people are in the nba is because they don't have any other like means except to use their athleticism <laughs> yes you know? and that's what i'm and saying it's not even everybody like literally it's like a very small portion of people, people that actually make it to the nba there are people who are so good at basketball but never make it to that yeah there's different opportunities for uh different people for different people you know people of color the, that's one of their biggest that's one of their uh biggest opportunities because like you don't see like a a black kid he doesn't a black kid goes to school and you, to be an accountant and being a, yeah work at a hedge fund or something you don't because even realize he, that shit to you like older till after high school exa- like, uh, maybe, exactly yeah. he, he grows up and he sees when he's growing up he sees dude play guys playing at the park he's seeing other guys on tv that look like him who are playing sports yeah. so that's what he wants to do he doesn't have a father who works at a hedge fund yeah. or works at the bank so that's why yeah. that's why you know guys go out that's why people of color go out and do things like that you know because that's the opportunity that they see. That's why that's right in front of their face. Yeah, seriously, opportunity because they ain't got no birthright, no reparations, no nothing. So it's just yeah. like you know, and that's the situation for a lot of people. Not everybody, because there are some people who are able to at least grow up in an affluent uh, African American uh, community. I know there's a lot of affluent African American communities in Maryland, in particular. 
uh, and for sure. And a lot of that has to do with just like, you know, what their environment uh, was like. Because it's like, you know, when you have a lot of, well, you have a group of people that are willing to share wealth, a group of people that are willing to work with each other to actually build something, like say like a Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. and then we could really take it to that degree. Exactly. Uh, but by the time we built that for ourselves, they burned the shit down. They burned it down. And then they never want to talk about it. They burn it down. They never want to talk about it. Man, the, things like that, man. It's just like, it just goes to show like right when, as soon as we start to get something, they, you know, they, they just, they fuck it up. They just come and they just mess it up and they'd be like, oh, well, that was in the past. That was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, but regardless of what they do or however they do it, we still got to fall in with each other, though. At yeah, the yeah, same yeah. time, we know what the issues are. We know what the system is built on. We know the history. Let's start taking the steps to actually find the solution. Because Kanye West and even Kyrie can talk about Black Hebrew this, this documentary. We can read every book ever. We know what it is. Yeah. We know what it is, bro. What's the solution? Because you can get on this press. All that money they lost, they could have reinvested it into freaking Flint, Michigan for their dirty ass water or anything. Yeah, All nah. that stuff that yeah. they had, they got the money to do so. Mm-hmm. No one's stopping them from investing in the water they got to invest in. You know? Yeah, no, nah, it's just, it, it, we really, we really, what needs to happen is there needs to be black leaders that need, that need to get together. And I mean, it, I, it's starting, it's starting to happen slowly. and it's slowly and it's getting better, but, um, it's still a lot of work to be done. I don't want, you know, anybody of color, like to just get too comfortable and be like, oh, well, you know, there's still there's a lot of opportunities for, out there for people for everybody. You know, I don't want to seem like I'm just out here, you know, ma- making it seem like there's no opportunities for black people. There is. There's a lot of opportunities for black people, African Americans. You could definitely, you know, become, build up from the bottom. You know, I know I, I've seen people who've been down bad, grew up in the worst conditions, and came up and still got you know something to show for it. So yes. it's still opportunities out here, but as a people, we just we're just lost, and I feel like there needs to we need guidance as a people. You know, we don't have those same leaders that we did that we had in the '60s and the '70s. You know, those that's those aren't guys. Those guys aren't coming out the coming out here like that anymore because they make sure of it you know as soon as like mlk malcolm x was taken out then the black panthers start rising up doing a whole lot of positive stuff free breakfast they started wick you don't realize that black panther started wick the wic thing you know to kind of help um people of low income get certain groceries they started wick program black panthers did this not kkk none of them why are the black panthers not here but the kkk still here yeah, Name one positive thing the KKK has ever if done. You, if you want to see, if you want to get the gist of how America, like how the CIA infiltrated the Black Panthers and and like basically just uh, disassembled them, watch uh, what's that movie called? Um, what's it called? Is that uh, a PBS documentary on it? No, it's a movie. It's called. Um, it's called um, America. Oh, I forget what it's called. It's like America, but it's like KKK or something like that. I think it's like a, it's like a documentary. No, it's a movie. It has that guy from uh, Get Out in it. Oh, 
Daniel Kaguki, something like that. Yeah, he's. I know you play with Kabi in the first Black Panther. Like, you, you check out the new Black Panther movie yet? Yeah, yeah, I did. It's fire. I like it. I like it. Yeah, but I mean, that movie made me feel kind of dreaded. Like, cause it's like, bro, like he really is dead. <laughs> like, bro, and bro, it it's like, so sad, man. Movie, bro, like, what well, we got a black superhero? No, but he was a he was in a lot. I've always been a friend of uh, I've chat with both, man. Yeah, hold on. I've always been a fan of Chadwick uh, Boseman from the dang uh, Jackie Robinson movie. Jackie Robinson, he played um, he played um, what's his name, James Brown. James Brown, yeah. He played uh, he was in he was in a uh, a couple other movies like he was he was in a movie like he where he was like it was kind of like Training Day kind of, well not Training Day it was kind of like um. It was a training day because I think it was like a cop, yeah. but yeah, he's been in a couple movies. I've always been a fan of his of his man, and just I didn't I never knew he had cancer. So like, yeah, just, and then people were clowning dude for being skinny. I thought he was just getting ready for another role, but then it's yeah, just like I thought he was getting ready for like a role where he was gonna be sick or something. But yeah, nah, like that's Fifty Cent did in that one movie. Yeah, like that shit is so sad. And yo. it came out of nowhere too. I was because like really I was really hoping that they would make him into one of the anchor heroes for the MC. See you moving forward. He was like, what, yeah, like, that that movie like was one of their highest grossing movies. So yeah. I mean, they he, he definitely was like a big star in the MCU. Yeah, but like you know, because I know the Iron Man like you know character is pretty much written off after like the whole uh, End Game situation. I thought it was gonna go to Doctor Strange and freaking Black Panther and then maybe some other guy, you know, and that would be like the big three going forward. And there was like Captain America, Iron Man, and like Thor. Mm-hmm. So maybe like uh him, him, and then some other person you know what i'm saying yeah that's what i was saying i like good because now i got a reason to get invested in this shit for another yeah. day because i was like i'm kind of tapped out right i'm not going on like, yeah i'm a little i don't know i don't know if i'm tapped out yet i want to see like what is their new that i want to see the next like avengers yeah like i want to see like the new how they bring all these superheroes together again yeah yeah you know i'm not gonna tap out completely until i see like secret wars and all those other movies that's coming yeah. out but um I am I I I am kind of a little tapped out yeah. with uh with uh Marvel just because they're trying to like bring so much stuff in you know that yeah the, people are kind of feeling iffy but I know a lot of people didn't like the She-Hulk thing I didn't I, think there was nothing wrong with it I didn't it, I mean it was a, the She-Hulk is like a chick show so yeah, I mean girls so I mean like girls who like superheroes that, that gravitate to yeah. that. I mean, it wasn't for me. I didn't really like the show, but the way they set it up wasn't like terrible. I can't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I I watched it, so it wasn't like super bad. It just wasn't supposed to be taken serious. Yeah, it was it just, just another was, show. Yeah, it was just like it's it's like it's a sick, the universe. Yeah, it's just like a sitcom type of show. It's not like it's not like you know the, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier yeah. or any of those high action shows like. It's really like a chick show, like sex. It's like Sex in the City with superheroes. You yeah, know? and it was just like that's how she was in the comics. I assume I ain't read none of the fucking. Comics. I got ADHD. I, I, I never, I never was watching She. I never read She Hulk comics. Yeah, never that's what I'm saying. That's why I said. But I, from what I've heard from even other people, it's like that's how she was in the comics. So like, why are you upset about how she's written? If she's written exactly how she's supposed to be written. Yeah, like so like, I'm not I'm not gonna be like one of those guys and be like, oh, the show is terrible. Like the like, show bro, is decent. The, shit, the show is okay. Get a fucking life. You're complaining about a damn show. But, like, the, but the reason why, like, I'm kind of tapped out a little bit with Marvel is because, like, I'm not I'm not anti anything. I love everybody, but I just don't like all the you know LGBT LGBT uh, rhetoric in there. You're I'm, not fucking with that. 
I'm not. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of indifferent about it at this point because it, I, the way how we're going, like you know, they're gonna shove it in every. Yeah, they're gonna. Sh- I know they're gonna shove it in. I would just say, just don't watch it. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like I don't like. I can still watch. I can. Watch, I, can st- I can still watch it. I'm just not like. It doesn't. Like they're kind of overdoing it. No, like, I just feel like they're kind of forcing it. You know. Yeah, they're always forcing it. Like yeah, we're at Cristiano uh, Ronaldo and everything. Like, like the whole band on his arm. Mm-hmm. The whole like love everybody thing, you know, the whole LGBT. He refused to do it or whatever, and then they like got on him for it. Like it's like, dude, it's his choice, his body. If he wants to wear a band or not, you can't force it on the people. Like, right, right. You know, they, it's a behavior. Like whatever you want to do, like do whatever you want to do. It's your business, you know. But it's just like, yeah, you know? I just don't. I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like save that stuff for shows like Euphoria yeah. and all the other shit. Because I like shows like that. I yeah, like like Euphoria. I feel like they tackle it a little bit better. That's Euphoria. what I'm saying. Like I like shows like that. Like I I like you know I didn't even know that girl was trans in the show. You know, but when I did, when I found out, I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, like uh, that makes it more interesting now because like I get I can like get an insight to that world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But don't shove it in like the superhero shows, especially yeah. when those people weren't like that in the comics. Because now they're yeah. they're starting to come out with comic books like they're making Spider Man gay. What which what what they're making Spider Man gay now? Yeah, in the comics. Yeah. Which one? In the new comic, you know that you know they still make Marvel comics. Not Miles Morales. No, no, uh, Peter Parker. Peter Parker's gay now. Yeah, they're making him gay. With who? I don't know. Dude, I just saw, I saw I saw the comic drop. I was like I I saw a review of it. I was just like okay. Okay, they're doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> Just make new characters, bro. What's the problem? And I think uh, Disney is coming out with like their first movie. Oh, Agatha. With, yeah, the Agatha like, one. I yeah, think. I like, think I read somewhere it was like yeah. it was gonna be the gayest one. I'm like, yeah. Why is that a contest? <laughs> yeah, nah. They were like, <laughs> yeah, they were like they're gonna get a gay uh, Disney animation film. Which I mean, I mean, I guess it's cool, you know. Some kids, you know, are, are like that. You yeah, know? Sure, it's no problem. Like it's just no like, problem. Just I just don't want to. I just don't like to see it in my superhero movies. I mean, because it's like whether if it's like black and white or like a spectrum or whatever, like mm-hmm. the situation is. It's like what really got me is like because I watched Black Panther and I think well, I think there was like one scene or whatever. I think one of the Dora Milaje was like like yeah yeah no. Like, well, in the like, com- why actually in the comics one of they one of the Dora Milaje they are a lesbian really? yeah one of them oh really yeah they're like they're it's a relationship like those two the two ones yeah. that have that suit on yeah they're in a relationship i believe okay in that case i get it but it's like at the in same the, time in the like, comics they are but if you know like how the culture is set up in africa you know that's what i'm saying it, at least be respectful of that culture yeah that shit do not fly in africa don't do that that's not fair that shit does not fly in africa we are like like you just said like we are not progressive in that way we got we need some more time let it let us like kind of get maybe into 300 it. years maybe 300 years from now we might be ex- uh, <laughs> accepting of that and i'm playing no nah, i mean whatever it is what well, my thing with well, that kind of took me off guard in the theaters because i'm like oh come on now not like they, it's just i I know in the comments, but it's like in the cinematic. Let's just because other people are gonna watch that one who don't read the comments. I don't know. I just it just makes. I me, didn't even know that. It just makes me think of like what are they? What are they really trying to do? Like what do they do? Are they really trying to make like more people like feminine? They want people to be gay now. Or? Um, I'm not really. I don't think there's really so much an agenda per se. Agenda? I know there's an agenda to that degree where it's just like not they want people to be gay per se i think like they're they're trying to make it where it's just like it's more yes. noble so people who already are in the higher yeah. up position so it could be more accepting so for that so yeah. the more accepting it is the more people wouldn't care which is like you know it's nobody's business regardless who yeah, does what wherever yeah. 
you know, it is just like, you know, the obsession over it's kind of giving you like, yeah, like this, whatever. If it doesn't matter why y'all care so much, like it's just. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it's, I'm not against it, man. I, I'm like the new movie that coming out with Disney. I'm not. I mean, I won't be watching it, but I'm not against it. You know, you talking I, about the Agatha thing or whatever. Yeah, I'm not against it. You know? I mean, I don't know. I feel like they pretty much showed her just enough in the whole Scarlet Witch show. So it's like, you know, it's just no, no, no. The um, the um, it's no, it's not, it's not Marvel. It's like they're coming out with like just a pick. It's like just a Pixar film. Oh, hold, I th- now I know you're talking. I think I heard something, and it was yeah. like they made the black kid gay. Yeah, I think she's like indigenous. I don't know if she's black. She looks like Hispanic or like Native American in the mo- in the movie. I mean, it's it is what it is yeah. at this point. I mean, it's, it's it's out of our hands or whatever. I mean, decades are gonna go. I'd rather just be indifferent. I'm on the indifferent side. Just want people what is know. it? What does that mean? Like indifferent? Different? Like I just don't give a fuck. Don't <laughs> give it's a none fuck. of my none of my business. So nah, like, I feel it. I feel it's it. It's just like I'm not gonna go freaking like with a take, fucking I'll, sign that says it's just like no. Yeah, God, I would it. never. I would but never. That's pro- doing too much because you're already snitching on yourself on that degree. I would never protest. I would never like spread any type of hate exactly. towards people you know i don't want anybody to feel like they aren't allowed to be themselves exactly you know so i feel like every even trans people like i yeah. like i feel all people are just people and everybody deserves the same opportunity as the next person exactly you know especially like if they're putting the work in so and, i'm yeah. i'm for i'm for all of it but i just don't like it in my superhero movies i just don't make it forced and everything yeah, just don't just let it be like you know just let it be something where it's just like i don't want to say balance or whatever but just don't just don't force it just don't make people like force into like stuff like that nature yeah. you know just let it just be like it is what it is if it makes sense with the plot i mean yeah it's cool yeah but- but sometimes I just feel like they just be doing this. They just, just be trying much. shit. Yeah. Like, just way, way too much. And it's just like, you know, even with superheroes and everything, like, you know, that's like a kid's thing. You know, like, let yeah. kids be kids. Right. <laughs> that's the main That's the main reason why. Because kids are watching it. But, um, yeah. But then on the other hand, there could be some kid out there who has whatever going on with them. And then it's just like, okay, like, now I see some kind of representation there. Right, or whatever. Right. So it's like it's kind of fifty-fifty with that. You know? yeah, I mean, it is. We living in a new age, so you know, we all gotta kind of adapt, you know, to a certain degree. But uh, in regards to like in this time frame, because I know back on the whole black um like unity thing and whatnot, so I wanted to speak about this situation with you, especially. And I, I know moving on the current events and everything with the uh, uh the recent passing of Shaquilla. Sh- I want to be sure to say it. Shanquilla. Shanquilla Robinson and everything. Yeah, man, when I first saw that situation on the internet, I'm like, yeah, typical Charlotte on behavior and everything. But it's just, I thought it was mad corny though it's just like y'all went to a whole nother country <laughs> for vacation and everything and you're still pissed off about whatever you're trying to beat people beat on people butt naked and everything like that you know like it was just a lot to deal with and everything it's just like imagine like you had a daughter that literally went to a whole nother country with a group of friends you assume are so, their friends so heartbreaking and like literally they leave the country and leave her behind I'm like come on now you can't even begin to like justify any of that so like you just left your friend unconscious in a whole another country for god to know what 
in Mexico. Yeah. Mexico of all places. All places. Not out of the country. Not even in the country. It's crazy. You didn't even try to stick with her to get on the plane again. Like just like you know. And I'm like, damn. Like then you see all this stuff. They just beat her and everything. And like coming from a person, bro, I've been in circles of bullshit ass people for a yeah. while and everything. And there's no liberating feeling than actually growing past that. And everything and actually finding where you belong, the people that are kind of like think like you, have the same values as you versus people that you fuck around with. You look back in time, it's like, man, I used to really fuck with around these trash motherfuckers, these idiots and everything. But it's like for you to really stick around them so long that it becomes fatal. Yeah. That's sad, you know, and it's like, you know, I didn't know her personally. I've heard people knew her and whatnot, but like, like, stemming it for, like, my side of things, like, bro, it's like, dude, it's like, there was really no reason for her to be around those people. Yeah. Nah, it's very sad, just mainly because, um, just off the point, you know, it's, you gotta pick your friends, you gotta pick your friends carefully because this is, like, you know, one of the, this is, like, a situation where it was, like you said, it was fatal for her, you know? That's why I always tell, like, my younger siblings, my younger cousins, like, you know, you pick your friends wisely like 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 that saying where they say uh show me your friends i'll show you who you are that that uh saying really ring rings true because you know when you hang around people who are like just envious or just in the bad shit eventually that energy you know rubs off on you you don't want to like just you don't want to just be hanging out with people you want to you know get to know them get to know their like I, their ideologies, like where they stand on certain things, like what type of person there is. And that comes with time still. But like once you realize what, what the type of person someone is, it, it takes time, but it doesn't take too long. It doesn't take like longer than a couple months. You know what I'm saying? So it's really sad that that happened to her. And yeah, I did. Um, I knew her from like we had we I can't I guess you can say like I kind of grew up with her because I had been going to summer camp with her since I was like eight years old to like eleven years old, mm-hmm. and we're the same age. She's I think she's like a like a couple a few months older than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I remember you know always I was always in camp with her. I was uh, at Christ the King camp with her when I was younger. And I remember she would always say her name. I always ask her what her like. Can you say your name? Like, I, cause I always had trouble pronouncing it. And she would she always just be like, just call me Quilla. Just call me Quilla. <laughs> you know. So beautiful yeah, name. Yeah, she has a really nice name. And I and I couldn't understand why people were envious of her because I remember like when like growing up with her, she always had the fresh clothes, always had the new stuff, always had a new pair of shoes. Like every day, she would wear a different pair of J's. Like she was like one of those kids she was kind of spoiled you know so she was like new new from atl yeah yeah kind of basically exactly like that but she was a sweet girl she wasn't like one of those ratchet girls you always would see like fighting or like always just talking shit she was just a sweet girl she kind of like mind her business she was cool and she and then like when i would like i had seen her again because i think she went to west charlotte i had seen her again mm. and she had, I, if I, I maybe may i may be mistaken but i believe she was like cheerleading mm. and she was doing like the morning announcements and stuff like yeah. that so as she got older she got like more serious and then like I know I know she went to Winston and like I've been up there a couple times and like she was like I never seen her on the scene even like after people after we had all graduated yeah like I never seen her like on the scene in Charlotte because I'd be going I'd be outside like at the clubs and stuff yeah. and she don't and I never seen her like on that scene so I knew she was like on her shit 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay out of the way in Charlotte. You can't be too familiar because then people walk past you like once or twice and swear to God they know you. That's all But that's why I just, like, that's the most tiring part about Charlotte, bro. You really got to stick with like maybe a couple people and that is it. Yeah, because the, the city is small. The city is small in that it's way. It's big as hell though. But it's mm-hmm. like, we're bigger than Atlanta, but we'd be doing the most corny shit for no reason. And that's yeah. what really blows me, bro. Yeah, like, I mean, like, she, yeah, so I could understand why people were, like, envious of her because she always did have, like, the nice things and stuff like that. So I can understand why, like, like why they were hating a little bit. But, like, it never calls for anything like that. Even fighting, like, why do you, want like, want to fight somebody? If you're really that envious or you really just don't like the person that much, just don't be around them. And, like, when when I got into it more and I kind of, like, start started to learn, like, the story of how everything happened. So, basically, like, she went down there. She actually was, like, treating her friends to a trip. So, she paid for the whole trip. She paid for the whole trip. Damn. You know, it was, I believe, three girls and uh, two guys, I think. It was like a couple it was, guys. It was through yeah. four girls, including her, and then three guys. And um, I don't really know the guys like that. I know one of them used to be around like the university, university area a lot. And like, I don't even know his name, so I'm not really saying no names, but I mean, the internet already knows, but. Yeah, so he used to be around the university area a lot, and I would see him with, like, people I know. So, like, I, I seen one of the guys before, and then the other guy looked familiar, but I didn't really know anybody. I just knew her. That's you know what I'm saying? That's the only person I knew by name. So um, they all went down there, and I guess what had happened was is they got into it. I don't know, like, what set it off or anything like that. But it was the dark-skinned girl. The main two aggressors, from what I'm hearing, is, like, the dark-skinned girl and the, the girl that uh, looked Hispanic. I think her name's, like, Winner or something like that. Yeah, so those two girls, they're saying, like, those are two the main, those two are the main aggressors. And my thing is, like, okay, like, they were fighting. And the, and it happened. They said the girl, sl- the the light skinned girl, slammed her on the head. Damn. Yeah, and like she, they said like after that she was like unresponsive, and they said after that they took like her credit card and the money that she had brought with her on the trip, and they had went out to the club. So I guess like they beat her up, put like just left her there, and took her money, went to the club, came back, put her in the pajamas put her in her pajamas while she was still unconscious, put her in her pajamas, and then in the morning, they called the paramedics. Wow. Dang. As soon as they left her to say, they just took money from her. Yeah. Damn, envy, bro. They didn't even care about her well-being. They paid her. They paid for them to come down there. Dude, Charlotte is wild, bro. You yeah. can't make no friends. No. I mean, you can make some friends, bro. But even then, it's just like you got to make the right friends, bro. You got to be friends with people that are on their shit about something, bro. You can't be friends with people who don't do nothing, bro. Because, yeah, like, they will 100% like feel some type of way about you doing something. Like, I know that from experience. Yeah, you got to, like, you really have to... What I like to do is I like to see what kind of home people come from. Like, if they come from a good home or, like, I know, like, their mom is, like, a good mom. They don't put up with that bullshit, you know? Then I was like, okay, I can, I, I can like be friends with this person because they come to the same, they come from like the same background as me. I try to, I try to be friends with people who come with like, who come from like similar backgrounds as me. Mm-hmm. 
But um, yeah, it's just the envy. The envy is too much in that story, and it's just so sad because, like, you know, when you see like a young black girl, you know, trying to get her, like, I mean, she had her shit together. She she was she had like three businesses. She was braiding hair. She was had an online clothing boutique, and she was um. And what else did she? And she and she was selling hair too. Mm. Yeah, so she was doing all these things, and like you know, she's building her wealth. She you know she's creating capital for herself, so she can be able to like you know live and create a life for herself. But um, you know those pe- those those fr- those so so quote unquote friends, mm. you know, just robbed her of all of that. You know now everybody's grieving her their father has to be in this holiday time and what a terrible time to lose somebody you love like no seriously like thanksgiving he do, he can't see his daughter <coughs> christmas, christmas can new year's can. left behind in the last year yo that is so sad i mean just imagine the pain like the pain, that bro. that is you know that's just something I I just feel I I can really like just feel so bad for him, you know, cuz I mean, he really got robbed of his happiness, you know. She just wanted to go to Mexico have some fun, but ended up losing her life because of some envy, envious people, people and it could have easily be been prevented, you know. Yeah, man, no seriously. No, really, really, man. It's just like coming from someone who lost a loved one this year. <laughs> and like, you know, seriously, I, at least I had the solace and like, okay, he was 72 he lived his life. My grandfather yeah. lived a full life. Right. Got to see his grandchildren. I was the one grandchild he saw graduate. That's a blessing. That's my gift to him also. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's just, you know, taking other people's lives, other kids, like other people's kids' lives and just like, you know, we're all connected to somebody. Right. We all come from a family. Even the most shitty people, as you know, selfish as they are, they got people that would grieve even, over them Even too. Jeffrey Dahmer had people who loved him. Let's not bring up Jeffrey Dahmer on this, please. No, but I'm oh saying, but I'm saying though, I mean, I, we're not gonna bring him up. But I'm saying, like, even somebody as sinister and as hateful as that can have people that like love and still go hard for him. So just think about this young black girl who never like did anything to anybody. Dude, probably didn't even pick on nobody. Nothing. Yeah. Was when we were in summer camp, she was the nicest girl. Like she was so nice, yo. She was just. She was so nice, and people would just like, kind of like, I could, I knew people would hate on her because of all the stuff she had. Because she was like a darker skinned girl and everything. But and she it was, was, having, was very much loved as hell. She was, and probably had a pure heart. Yeah, she was pretty though. She was definitely, she was definitely beautiful. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with being dark skinned. You could be a dark skinned woman and still be beautiful like as hell, yeah, like nah, and everything. Yeah. No, seriously. And, you know, it's the fact that we even got to say that it's like, you know, but we always have to re- actually put that out there and everything. There are people who do have a sense of superiority based on the colorisms and everything. Yeah, there's, this there's colorism is definitely a real thing. But just speaking on, the, you know, just the fact of like black unity, there's that should never happen. Like where you're killed by your own people, especially people that, you know, like they know you and it's not really like. Like, you guys were comfortable enough to go on a trip with her. So, like, why do all of this extra stuff, you know? Like, I, it just is, it's like, it's giving, like, uh, like you're just ungrateful and like you got it's kind of it kind of feels like a setup you know what I'm saying yeah and it's just like I don't know it's just like like you said about you gotta be with people that are more like your background and everything when I I always had issues at these predominantly white schools from J.M. Robinson to fucking Queens Grand to fucking OLA. like I mean OLA wasn't that bad because we're elementary school kids so it's mm-hmm. just like all y'all care about just having fun yeah. 
mm-hmm. and screwing around. Like literally, like all we did was laugh and screw around yeah, all the yeah. time. So, but it's like we didn't know race at at, at OLA. I could say we that. were aware of it, but it wasn't like I, nothing. I, I, I don't. To for me in elementary school, I wasn't. Um, I didn't really like. I didn't really like. I never felt like uh mm-hmm. like singled out. Yeah, no, seriously, or it's, anything. Yeah, except like you know, like we were talking about. Yeah, with the whole like early before we even hopped on, we were having a conversation at education where they would literally um oh, uh, there's some stuff going on in the background. Guys, nah, it'll turn off. Okay, but anyway, yeah, it's how they like literally separated me and Giorgio and Boris. Like remember Boris, mm-hmm. and um. Oh, you still talk to Boris? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I haven't spoken to him in a while. Um, and like some of the other black kids, like they would literally separate us and put us in this remedial class. And he said he needed it because he had a speech impediment. I know why I needed it. Like I know maybe I was kind of slow in the class, but it's like I didn't think I was really slow. I just didn't care. When I'm really looking back at it now, um, Tony, Tony, I'm not gonna lie. Back then, we were like, we didn't, we weren't doing well in in, in the classes. <laughs> I remember, like, I can remember, like, I I think I was doing better than you, and mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, in my case, I guess it was reading comprehension because yeah, I had that's all it was for yeah, me. Yeah, like, because as soon as like I get by a couple sentences, bro, I yeah. start spacing out, bro. So like, that's exactly that was like the high when we had Toonami with Dragon Ball Z and shit like that. Yeah, like, that's exactly. all in Dragon. Yeah. Like WWE and shit, so you weren't focused on like yeah, it was like we that. weren't we weren't like dumb. We, we weren't just, dumb, we weren't focused. Yeah, we weren't focused. So that yeah, so I I wouldn't like because like my thing is like I don't want to I don't like to call things racist unless yeah. I really feel like it. Yeah. You know, I don't really because I like Miss Miss Cummings. Like I like I felt like I really felt love from her. Like I really mm-hmm. I like I can really say like she really wanted to help me you know what i'm saying but did she console your parents about like us going in that class yeah my, my parents had plenty of conversations with her no, yeah. no problem my parents had my mom knew i needed help mm-hmm. my mom knew i needed help because like when i would bring work home i sometimes i would hide my homework just because i didn't want to do it like, i just be forgetting <laughs> i would hide it because my mom she used to like she wanted me to do well in school like my, mm-hmm. my parents always wanted because my mom had trouble learning too so mm-hmm. so it was hereditary yeah yeah sense. yeah no that stuff is in my family Family. like just it all like I have um I have like uh mental and like learning disabilities on both sides of my family so I have schizophrenia on my dad's side my uh-huh. my aunt is schizophrenic and then my on my uh also on my my mother's side my cousin is a was a schizophrenic as well mm-hmm. you know and he's managing it well so far well no he didn't he actually passed away yeah was it like you know well they you know what they said that he like choked on something but i that kind of doesn't sit well with me but his mom that's what his mom says so i mean just leave it at that. Yeah, just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. There's no problem with it because yeah. you know you want mental illnesses and everything. So yeah, I, that's a scary one. Yeah, but I don't know. I I can't say like I don't know. I I can't really say what happened. I don't know for sure. But they said that they that he choked and uh, yeah. But at, at around the time when it happened, he they said that he was very like he was getting really unhealthy. He was letting himself go. He he didn't want to take his medication like that. And I actually have another cousin on my. Uh, I was just with him yesterday. Mm-hmm. I have another cousin on my mother's side it's really heavy on my mother's side it's always a boy in every uh family because my my mom's sister my mom's uh my mom both of my mom's sisters have a schizophrenic son my mom only had two kids just me and Gigi well my big sister me and Gigi Mm -hmm. 
and we neither none of us ever got diagnosed with like anything like that. Even though I've had like issues, I've had like I wouldn't say episodes, but I've had like you know times where I've had like I wasn't really. I mean, I guess you could call it like panic attacks. Like I've okay. been, I felt overwhelmed. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I've had, but I've always been able to deal with my emotions. You know, in a time. yeah. In, some of these things you, you you get as a kid and everything. You know, like you know, with me not focusing, obviously being some kind of ADHD or to some degree or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of that you kind of grow out of it. I theorize mm-hmm. ADHD is like something that I feel like it kind of falls hands in hand, like with human with human evolution too, because it's just like you know, like uh, like you got people. People who like to stay, like gather or hunt, and then you got people who like to migrate and everything mm-hmm. and spread around the world. I feel like you know, as a kid, I didn't like to sit still too much. Right. You know, you know, I'm felt that's as a boy's kid, you want to yeah. play and everything. But I feel like even like even like being type of daydream and everything, always wanting to be somewhere else all the time. You know, that yeah, that's that's, I, that's still me too. Yeah, that's what I feel like. But you actually get to travel a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, no, I. I I don't travel. I I don't travel that much. Not like, much. Maybe like once a year. Once, once a, year. a year. Okay, but you still find time to at least you have that urgency to a certain degree to at least yeah. be somewhere else. I feel like a lot of that comes down. I theorize personally that it has a lot to come down with migration too. Mm. Like the meaning that you want to be somewhere else. Now I want to go to DC. I don't want to be here in Charlotte. Like, yeah. you know, that's just everybody. Like some people don't want to stay in the same place where they grew up at. Like mm. why is that? Nobody wants to stay at where they want to stay unless they really like where they stay at. I think that's mainly uh, because people just you know they kind of want to like test their self and take a leap sometimes when things aren't you know sometimes when your life isn't like really like hasn't taken off Mm -hmm. in a certain way you you expect you kind of want to like start over and i think that's why i think that's why people move away but i I think it does also go to you know some some people just can't be stagnant i know a lot of people who as soon as they graduate high school they they change cities you know what i'm saying no seriously no seriously that's one thing is stagnancy is one thing like i don't want to be caught in the same place that's feel like that's one of the main reasons that pushed me into college and so because i feel like i couldn't i can't really do anything without a like some type of degree Degree, to at least be like okay like i need to get this job you know something some some kind of credentials yeah yeah it's just like that's just what it was so it's just like you know like but that's just like my theory on that you know because it's just like because i was always like an intelligent kid growing Mm -hmm. up like it's just like it was just like i always thought of it just too much world why am i why are we all doing this you know i didn't feel challenged you know like i was Mm -hmm. challenged to a certain degree but it was just like it wouldn't it didn't catch my attention now it's like at this age like you know for me to actually like graduate all right close to like the top of my class and everything you know that's a big like day and night type thing you know what i'm saying and i feel like a lot of that is just learning really just to focus and everything like you know it's just like i just see it as just like when I got work to do and everything, I was like, okay, let me get all this stuff done so I can probably go out to the club with the fellas. Or yeah. I can do this or I, I could probably just, you know, catch some ass over here in a little bit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, just like, let me get all this stuff out of the way so I don't have to worry about it getting in the way of the things right, I right. want to have fun, you know? Right, right. And it's just like, that's just how, like, I approach everything in life. Like, I set objective for myself before I do everything. This podcast, you're the 136th episode. Mm-hmm. Then I hit 150. What do I do next? Okay, now I can actually focus on like maybe actually marking it out there a little bit more often. Right, right. So now that there's so many different interviews from like educators, war veterans, even us Liberian kids and everything who actually were affected by the war. I've interviewed all sides of like Blamakote, mm-hmm. Michael Yinny, and everything. Then there's you. 
and stuff and even my grandfather and stuff of that nature you know like then there's there's just so many different perspectives that are being shown through this podcast alone so it's like there's so many for other people to get into right there next next thing you know like maybe i get a couple more hundred thousand downloads and maybe merch sales you know it's like it's step by step type thing but you got to set some kind of objective for yourself with everything so it's just like that's just how i grew out of it just setting objective let me just get this stuff out the way so i can do this type of stuff you know what i'm saying but back on the whole uh i'm trying to really pronounce (laughs) shan Shan is like shan and then quilla okay shan quilla Shan Fuller Robinson and everything. Like, yeah, dude, when I just saw the video and everything, I'm like, I just shook my head just so heavy. Because it's just like, you know, trying to come up in this generation, bro, it's so tough, bro. Mm-hmm. Because people are so quick to turn on you for the most nonsensical bullshit. Why the- do you think it's so hard for, uh, why do you think it's so hard for, like, uh, I mean, I don't think it's, why do you think it's hard for, like, black people to have that type of empathy for each other? Like, Amer- especially, like, American, Afri- African-Americans. It's just, it's a lot of things, but I feel like, you know, it's just this system as it was implemented, you know, the, it all starts to the plantation and everything, you know, lighter skin folk, they get to be in the house, like obviously because they're related to Massa. Yeah. <laughs> then you got the field Negroes and everything, the darker skin Negroes who had to work like, you know, so hard for years until they get some type of favor, you know? Right. So it already sends a whole like level system and everything, mm-hmm. which is going to push people to be. Uh, competitive against each other, you know, you know, and it was always the slaves that, you know, were always, uh, you know, like ass kissers from Asa, the ones that would report the other slaves for yeah. running away, the, report the other slaves that they weren't hitting their, you know, yeah, the numbers, house the yeah. house niggas, yeah, and everything. They were getting all the clout. They're getting all this. That's what I'm saying. Once you set that dynamic from the plantation, it stretches into other aspects of life. Everything that you do, habit wise, to the way you think, ideology, is gonna bleed into aspects of your life. You know, just like if you like work out every day, you know, you know, you got to build some kind of discipline in yourself. That's going to bleed into your education. That's going to bleed into you, your opportunities for business. You know, it bleeds in the aspects of your life. Same thing with that plantation that is bled into our lives for generations to the point where even to this day, even though it doesn't really matter, we still talk about colorism to this day. Yeah. To this day, well, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was like colorism. No. I think. I think it was like more like. Um, I think it was just more like self hate. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was like. I think self hate of your own color. Yeah, I feel like those. I feel like the people that went down there with them were just kind of like ignorant to the empathy. Like they didn't realize how. She just didn't care. Yeah. They, yeah. They didn't. They, they didn't care. They were like just too in the mode. Like. You know, sometimes like when you're like going with this, going with the black culture narrative and like you're trying, you're kind of like you know, indulging yourself in all these things, all these things that are like presented in like rap music mm-hmm. and then on television mm-hmm. and you're just indulging and then you take that and you kind of like, like merge that in with your identity, mm-hmm. it can like. I feel like this a, l- a little bit damaging to an extent because I mean there's a lot of things that uh that are present in black culture that you know everybody loves like our like our music and our the way we dress the way we style our hair and things like that we set the standard we for set, like pop culture and yeah, everything we set the standard but there's also a lot of things like the self hate you know what I'm saying 
where it's like people can come from the same area and everything and like literally someone's yeah, doing like, so much better and they can't really you know understand that they don't get inspired that's what really takes it you should be inspired by people that you know work on michael jordan did well with the chicago bulls that inspired a generation like maybe i can do it maybe i can play basketball right. you know and it's just like and be this good at it. i can be it ain't gotta be basketball it could be football or whatever and then it's just like you know even like when my influences like a notorious big or tupac and everything mm-hmm. show me different dimensions and just like how you can really be more Right. Like literally, you know, being a rapper ain't gotta be just about killing. You can also empower a woman. You can actually like literally learn to like uh, express yourself in ways that other people can relate to. Right. You know, it's just like that energy just repossesses itself into other people the same way. And when others like when you come from the same area and you're not on the same shit, you either you either like the best of you is gonna get inspired. We're all going to feel envious, but right. it's like, you know, it's a feeling, but then you get past it's like, oh yeah, he probably worked hard for it. He probably came up with like the same mm-hmm. thing. Maybe I can do it too, but right. they don't adapt that type of thinking. They're a type of a thinking that becomes very much acute. Yeah, and even do. like, you know, have you heard of Jaw SLT? There was a rapper in Charlotte named Jaw SLT, like one of my friends, uh, sleepwalking SLT from college and everything. They knew him and everything. And he was really getting on. Like he was about to be on his way out. Mm-hmm. They shot him in the face, <laughs> yeah. literally, and it's just like, when dude, did this happen? Like not this year, a couple months ago, man. Dude was on his shit. Like, literally, I'm gonna send you some of his music. His shit what was, was his name, Ja S L T, J A A H, and then S L T. You know, mm, you gotta show me. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think I heard about that. No, it's okay. He was really gonna be up there, bro. He had a whole lot of uh, followers on IG and everything. He was gonna really make some of this. I wanted him to be on the podcast too. Um, because we already knew mutual people. So I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just like, you know, I won't really want to pick his brain out on some things and everything of that nature. And then before we could even get any of that situated, they shot him. We have yet to figure out who killed him for real. But it's Damn, just like... they haven't arrested anybody? Nah, man, because it's like, dude, people will hate on you and you won't even know them. <laughs> you have no relationship. So it's hard to trace. Like, if I, if I went out in the street and just shot somebody in the face and I didn't know that person, they didn't know me and everything, it's hard to trace. Yeah, right. You have to find There's a motive. No motive yeah. You got to find a motive. You got to find a reason. But when you have a whole lot of people hating on you, which I'm sure there is, I want you to becoming successful and everything it's just a matter of time it's just sad because it's our people every time <laughs> yeah that's why that's why a lot of the times like you see like i have all like i'm I'm doing pretty well for myself that's why i try not to like post too it. much i used to be like when i was younger maybe like when i first got it i used to be like you know a little bit flaunting of like you know my newfound success but I try not to, I really try not to like let people in because, you know, once you went, especially when you let new people in and people like you didn't come up with, like those people, like those, those people get really envious of you, you know? And there ain't just, gotta be people you you just met or come with. There's some people that you just meet, bro, that can really help, help you along me, your yeah. way. It just comes down to what their foundation is. Like mm-hmm. some people are just naturally empathetic. There are people who I knew who do music, bro, who aren't even assholes, bro. I've mm-hmm. interviewed so many artists, bro. And you like, you know, I tried to do the music thing in high school, right? And then like one yeah. half, some people fuck with it, other half people start hating on it, which was weird because yeah. I just fucking got there. Like right. you're pressed over a nigga that writes in a notebook. Like it's just like you would mm-hmm. let that sit in your spirit to where it bothers you right but they exist and it's just like it all comes from the same insecure whatever yeah nah for real it was just weird but that's how people are in charlotte because there's always behind every hater there's always like a group of followers that follow behind that 
because they can't think for themselves. And then it's just, that's what really fuck shit up for real. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, you just got to protect your spirit too. Yeah. You got to protect your spirit. You don't want to be, you know, you know, just intertwining your spirit with a lot of different people. You try, just try to keep you, just try to keep yourself. For me, I just try to keep myself, you know, humble and grounded, you know, with my family because I have, like, I have, I feel the best. Like, I feel like it's best for my spirit when I'm with my family. No, really? Yeah, because those, like, when I'm around family, it almost feels like I'm at church, you know? Like, yeah. you know that feeling when you leave church and you're like, yeah. it's like a, like a breath of fresh air? I just started going to Sunday school not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's, just yeah. Like, yeah, it's at the Hickory Grove Baptist Church and everything. It's mm-hmm. just, that's, that's where I'm wrong with because like, when my grandmother fell ill not my grandmother grandmother but you know my, my grandfather was out there so it's like he always had like a bunch of girls yeah <laughs> so it just runs in the blood anyway <laughs> it's just it's just um but one of like uh, my uncle's mothers and everything fell ill and i'm like oh snap like no we just lost my grandfather this year like now nah, i'm gonna just go to church i'm gonna pray on it mm-hmm. so since i've been going to church she got better but it's like other aspects of my life started improving also yeah nah, that's yeah. what it'll do you'll see you'll see things like that especially when you when you get close closer with God, it, it'll help you out with with stuff like that. But yeah, but when I'm with my family, it kind of gives me that same feeling, you know, and it, it's just like enriching for your spirit. But um, yeah, I just try to keep myself humble. And that's like one of the most things, you, you know, because the same way you got this, st- the same way you come up, you can always lose it. It doesn't like you can lose it. You can lose it faster than you got it. You know, so you always got to just be humble and just be grateful for what you have and just treat it like it can go. It can be gone tomorrow, you know, but really lay low for real, because like three of like the most successful artists we had in, in hip hop from Drake to J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. How much gang violence have they ever like put in their music? None. And they still get like, well, some of them get like, the as much respect and everything regardless. They're still going to be decorated artists right. for, yeah, for a while. Still making tons of money. J. Cole is a great example of that because he's like, I think he's worth like $60 million. He He still wears like thrift store clothes, you know? Yeah, he's happy. He's humble where he's at. It's like because he already proved for And I wish, I wish more, I wish more people, I wish more people would value things like that. Like, we value like the big chain and the and the street cred. It's like I wish we would value like going to school. I wish we would value like being able to talk, like actually speak and articulate yourself well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if that was something that that like people prided themselves on in the inner city, we'd be doing better as a people, you know. But instead, people are priding themselves on the wrong things, like how many people, how many dudes you robbed this year, or how many, how many scams you do, how much, how like how much money you got in yeah, a dirty you, way, how much you flip, how much, how much you flip that pack for, you know. And that I mean, I'm not taking none from nobody who trapped. Like I've done no, it. No, seriously, too. do what yeah, you gotta do. Yeah, like I've done it too, but it's like. That should be just a way to build capital, so Literally. you can get out of, so you can do something else. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. So like you can build, get some money, sell sell your packs, get some money, buy you a box truck, sell some money, buy some packs, get you get you a dumpster, rent it out, sell you some guards, invest into business. You know like what I'm literally, saying? like this whole country was found off freaking human trafficking. That's what I'm like, saying. Like it's just like it's just that's just the name of the game out here. You know, just yeah, you got you gotta always get you always gotta get your hands dirty a little bit. To, you know, to a certain, to a some certain people extent. can, some people can, and that's cool. I respect them also too because it's just like. 
Because, you know, it's just like there are some people who just can't get caught up with that life at all because some of us have, like, siblings and cousins and stuff under us. Yeah. And we don't want them to follow that direction because, like, then they, they might have a slip up and then boom, like, you know, then it's like you're at fault. Now you're feeling shame and guilty because nah, you put facts, them on that path. And it's, just, it's not worth it. Like, you know. But but uh, yeah. I, but just I'm just saying, like, I'm not I'm not saying, like, don't go do that. But, like, don't pride yourself in that. Don't make that, like, the thing, like, the thing that makes you proud and happy to, you know, to be outside. Like, pride yourself in, like, all right, I'm doing this. But guess what? I just put a deposit on a box truck. I'm about to be I'm about to be on the road moving furniture or something. I'm about to be doing this or I'm about to be doing that. You know what I'm saying? So Flip it, property. Do something like that. Like, really you know learn saying? more than, like, just doing, like, the same old shit. Right, right, right. Because, you know, at the end of the day, bro, ain't, like, you all like if you doing shit like that, you always gonna just be looking over your back. It's always gonna you always gonna have that thought like, damn, if I get caught up today, all this shit is over. I gotta start again from scratch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that shit not gonna that shit not gonna happen if you if you doing something illegal, like you doing something like where you can like post you doing something where you can really be proud of and post that shit all over your internet without anybody taking your Instagram down, you know what I'm saying? You can do all that shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a better route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just lay low, man, for real. Like, it's just like, I swear, just being private, there's so much power in just people not knowing what you're doing. Right. And people making up shit or guessing because they end up looking fucking ridiculous and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you don't even know that nigga like that. You're speaking on him. You know, it's just like, you know, it's just, it's just, but that's just how the culture is here in Charlotte a whole lot. You know, it's just like, you know, you really got to stay on your P's and Q's out here. Like, there's nothing more powerful, nothing more better than really just staying in your own lane, but at least taking the steps to actually reach out and actually grow as an individual too. You know, like, it's just, that's just, that's just my thoughts on things like that and everything. So it's just like, you actually went to Shinko. Shen, dang, I keep screwing up this one. Shen Quinella, Shen Quilla, Shen Quilla Robinson. Did you go to her funeral? I actually didn't make it. Um, I think that day, what was I? No, I, I think I had to work that day. Yeah, so I didn't. I didn't make it. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't like that cl- that close with her, mm. but just seeing like what they what happened to her, it kind of just you know made me feel sad, made me feel some type of way. But no, nah, I didn't make it to the funeral. It was a beautiful funeral though. That's it, that's ex- that's how I like expected mm. her funeral to be because you know um, she was fabulous. Like I'm telling you, she was fabulous. She was like one of those girls. Like she's like one of those it girls. Like she was like one of those girls always popular in the school. You know, people. She a lot of people had love for her. You know. So yeah, I mean, it was nice. I saw a lot of videos and a lot of pictures online. I just hope that they're able to move past this. I hope that they're able to get everybody. I hope that they're able to, you know, prosecute everybody who was involved. They will. As soon as the FBI gets involved, it's it's over. Yeah. Because no, sure. as soon as the FBI gets involved, that's it for real. Like, you know, it's just like, and the saddest thing about it, because I don't want to see people locked up, especially our people. Like, yeah, I don't really. want to see people locked because, up, but but when you hurt, when you do that to another black person, it's like you are you're a part of the problem. You have you to, really are. you have to, you have to like get like. 
if they catch y'all, y'all got to sit for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's already everywhere. Everybody knows who, who is involved. And like, they send the video out like a dumbass. Like, so it's, not, so it's not like a thing where it's like anybody like draw a snitch or anything like that. It's already out. Like, y'all are fucked. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. And it wasn't even over anything like trying to like trap or nothing. Y'all just got jealous over a friend that really wanted to roll with y'all, that really fuck with you to the point where they will pay for your ticket to I go would, to a I just other... wish you had better friends friends man don't we all don't <laughs> sometimes we all, right i swear because you never even know how people switch up at least i'm at a place now where it's like at least you know people that you know wouldn't be on some nut shit like that and it's just like but even then you still gotta like you know check in with like maybe once in a while but not be all under them like all the time like you know maybe send a text out and everything yeah. like i know i sent a text out one of my friends and everything i'm part of this program called europe and everything where they can pretty much hook you up with an internship with like a a major uh, corporation. He just went through that, and I didn't even know that till mm. I just met him the other day. So it's like now he's on his internship now. So now I'm really, really dedicated to staying with this like program because if, like it could really hook you up with a position. Then you know, like that's all good on that end. But even regardless of everything, like just checking with your people every once in a while and everything. You know, it's always like the people that are always, always up under you, and everything that might do you like the most dirtiest. That's one thing I've really really had to learn for yeah. really because it's like people get too familiar that's when they start doing but not all their toxicity out and everything yeah when people get comfortable definitely that's when they start to show their true colors yeah sure no for real for real man i just want to say like especially if there's anybody who knew shankula robinson you know for maybe family members or friends and everything you know rest in peace shankula robinson mm-hmm. and everything i ain't really know her personally or nothing like that but it's always sad like when people like lose their life early especially when they had a whole lot of life to live yeah, especially she, innocent man yeah. it's when it's not a lot of times when people die in 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 charlotte like you don't know like the full story like you don't know if like they were beefing with somebody or they might have d- did something or whatever but this this particular story I can speak to this like that girl never did nothing to nobody she was always she was to herself humble just chilling she even though she had all the nice five shit she was I never heard her be like you know call somebody a bum or any shit anything like that she was just Always on her chill shit, man. She wasn't worried about motherfuckers. She was just worried about doing her own thing. And she had a business, so she understood, like, she had to get it on her own, you know? That's another thing I want to ask you. Your younger cousin, Esimo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Esimo killed Calvin. Yeah, Calvin Melvin. Damn, you were the first person I wanted to talk to about. I didn't get your number. Because I thought it was so... Dude, I cried that day, bro. You knew knew Calvin? Calvin was actually... He was related to my aunt special and like my aunt special and my mom go back like in like like way, way back, you know, because everybody parents go back in Liberia yeah. and everything. But it's just like like she used to babysit Calvin uh, at some yeah. points and everything. We all know each other. We're all like as Liberian, we all know each other somehow. Well, I'm like, not I'm I mean that that case is still ongoing. So. It's still ongoing? still ongoing? You know, I interviewed his brother? Melvin? No, Siki. Who whose brother? Uh Calvin. Uh Half brother, uh, Siki, he does music also and everything. Dreads, dreads, yeah, he does have dark skin. Yeah, he is kind of darker skin. I don't really know what dark skin dark skin is like. She ain't light skin. That's all I know. But he got dreads. He has a younger brother named Melvin. Named Melvin. It's like full blooded brother. Okay, now then, no, I'm talking about his half brother, like his father's uh, son, and everything, because you know, like it's just it's just how it is. (laughs) We all got half siblings. Yeah, well, I mean, all I I can't really speak on it. I'm not gonna really speak too much on it. But all I'm gonna say is, 
I would I wouldn't like boil that situation down to like you know hate. I would, it's it was like it's more like all right. I'll give you. I'll just give you a scenario. So like if you're say you're going to a party mm-hmm. and you and your guys going to the party and you, you there's a confrontation at the door. You and you, you and your guys get into it with some guys at the party mm-hmm. and. They pull and they and they pull and and you see that they have a gun. Mm-hmm. You see it's on their waist. You see it, mm. and you getting into it with those guys. Mm. And 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 then next thing you know, gunfire starts shooting. Mm-hmm. Gunfire gets you know there's gunfire, mm. and somebody ends up dead, and you end up shot. Mm. You know that's not really you know what I'm saying. It's more it's not who's to say if that's a Who's to say, and I mean, I'm here, like, I, I knew Kelvin too, like, R.P. Kelvin, but who's to say if that's, like, a self-defense or who's to say if that's, you know, he was the aggressor? Like, you, you nobody, I wasn't there, so I don't know. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? But, true. and, you know, I know SMO, and SMO, you know, that's my little cousin, so I'm always going to be in his corner no matter what. But um, I heard SMO was having some issues though. He wants his mom and everything, and him getting in the bad crowds and stuff. Well, I mean, I don't really, I don't really know anything about that. But mm-hmm. all I, all I can really say is that night SMO was shot too. Yeah. He was in critical too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He could have, he could have died too. Yeah. So I mean, it's not. No one really knows what happened. Okay. Yeah. So in two people, two people got shot. Well, actually, three people got shot, and one person died. Yeah, so we re- we really just got to see what happens in court because that's when all the facts are going to come out, and that's when that's when you'll really be able to be like, okay, this is this is what happened. Now it's kind of like black and white, but like right now it's all, it's all in the gray. It's area. all in the gray because because like in a lot of situations where when where guns are drawn, you know, legally, if somebody if if somebody has a gun on them mm-hmm. and they're you know getting aggressive with you. Legally, you can you know pull, uh, pull your gun out too and use it. Yeah, so North Carolina loss. Exactly. So loss. exactly. So for him to have gotten shot in that uh, situation, I w- I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna chuck it up as I I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I believe I believe he he was defending himself. I believe it was so defense because I because there was a couple other guys over there who I'm, I'm not gonna say their names, but there was a couple other dudes over there mm-hmm. who I know them and I know what they known for. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just keep it like that. But yeah, it's a it's a sad it's a sad situation and he is in jail right now. Yeah. But um. You know, it's fucked up because I remember like Esimo was just like a little smart yeah, mouth talking yeah, kid. Yeah, so it's like when I heard that situation, I, I was like, man, what? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, because like it really sat down like, dang, we're really getting old because yeah. like now we're really getting to that age now where people are now losing their lives yeah. and everything. And now we all got cousins now that mm-hmm. end up having, you know, firearms. Getting I don't know what's up with Liberians now. Liberian kids, especially with like firearms, but I get it. You yeah, know, no, I, I mean, I keep, I, I, I'm, I'm heavy into my second amendment. You know, no, I feel you though. I don't like, I don't really, I'm not like, I don't, I don't really like to like announce that, but like, 
I mean, it's it's in the Constitution, so why not? I mean, yeah, sure. Because other people are going to have them. And especially, like, when you when you get a place, you're yeah. going to want to have something to protect yourself. I know, no, I know. I know yeah. for a fact. But it's just, like, you know, it's just, it's so crazy now. Like, it's just, like, I remember it was just, like, yesterday. All we had to worry about was just watching a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I saw that post of the whole, like, promo of Christmas on Cartoon Network type shit. And I'm like, damn, yeah, what happened to those like, days? You got to think about it. That's over 10 years ago now. A decade and over it's a decade, like, it's crazy. It doesn't even feel that long. But remember, it was just like it was just the other day when we were when we, we were laughing over, over Fred Fred Burger, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the group of us, the Billy and shit. when he was wigging out over the over the over his frozen yogurt. Yo, stuff. bro, it was just the other day. Remember that shit came on, and the next day I came to school, I was like, Yo, you see that shit? Fred <laughs> Burger, fucking fucking uh, Family Guy and shit. Like Yo. even even wrestling was the yeah bomb. WWE. I yeah. think it's starting to get better now because now like it you know because Vince McMahon. And got you know caught up with the whole hush money scandal and everything. Bro, Vince McMahon, it was one of the most corrupt owners of all time. <laughs> it was not just a character, right? Yeah, he was not a character, bro. He was one of the most corrupt. He was he was abusing women, goddamn the whole Me Too movement, like. He was like, it was a matter of time. It was a matter of time. Like when that whole Me Too movement came out, it was just a matter of time before they got him out of there. Cause he was like having sex with the wrestlers and doing all types of shit. Like I watched a video on his, on his shit. Like he was a menace, yo. Like the shit he was doing back then, you could not, you could not get away with now. And especially cause of that industry, mm-hmm. the industry is like predominantly white. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you got white dudes at the top. You know, they're going to do whatever they want to their employees. You know what I'm saying? They treating that shit like a plantation for real. Because mm-hmm. wrestlers, it wasn't even getting paid that much. That's why you see all the big wrestlers go to acting. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Hey, if they're lucky, they go to act. They're not dead in yeah. prison. Cause I, know you, I know you remember the summer when Chris Van Watt killed his family. And everything, right? And then killed and himself. And then killed himself, yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy summer, bro. That head, that head trauma, that CDE. Yeah, CTE. You know, I'm, that's why I'm like, I'm, I don't know. Even with my brother getting the football, bro, because I know even them brain injuries, bro. Like, you don't want to have to deal with that. Well, well football, now they make it better because, like, you can't target the head. But I still think it's a little bit, you know. Them niggas is heavy, bro. Like, yeah, they it's be, heavy, yeah. They're heavy. It's hard, man. It's hard because, I mean, you can't. In football now, you can't target the head and you can't. So, like, it, they try to make it seem like it's let you could get less CTE, but it really only takes one hit, yo. Really? It really only takes one time for somebody to hit you hard, like a, like, cause, like, they, they, they've, like, done data, like, on the, the collisions and, like, some of them as, like, as hard as car crashes, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it only, it only takes, like, one or two of those and then you're done. No. You're done. It's just like, I don't even for Tom Brady to have a career as long as he did. Dude had a career long enough for people to just be born from the 40 now, right? Yeah, he, he, I think he got in like around 2003, 2002. I think he was drafted in Tom Brady. I think he was drafted like 2001, actually. Yeah, so it's like, bro, like that's old enough. Like people are having kids. (laughs) They were born in 2001 or having kids now. Yeah, his career is longer than some teenagers. Lies and everything, yeah. yeah. But dude, that year, that whole that was crazy, man. I remember it's like, like the episode before that, Vincent Man's like car fucking blew up, and I'm like, oh shit, what's gonna happen on this episode of Raw? And then it's like, oh yeah, rest in peace, Chris. And boy, I, I don't watch the news at all as a kid, so it's like that, shit, that was the news, like what, yeah. And then it's just like, then all oh, it's like, oh, he killed his family and all this stuff, like wow, dude. Wow, we were really living in a time for real. It's just like there was so much stuff going on. 
in those days and everything. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of stuff going on that we didn't even we that didn't even we didn't even like and realize. I, and, I was two, and I was two thousand seven. The next year, Barack Obama was elected in the president. <laughs> yeah, remember? I don't know. Do you remember nine eleven? I was. I don't remember exactly what was going because, like, two thousand one, man. Like, I was in preschool. That yeah, time. I was in preschool. So it's like I. All I remember is like getting picked up early. That's just. Yeah, it. that's what I remember. But, uh, well, but given how time was just kind of different as a kid, you really just be like, oh, okay, I'm here and now. Yeah, I'm I just home. thought. I just yeah, I didn't even realize what was going on. It was crazy, but yeah, a lot of shit happened like when we were growing up. As a kid, bro, you really do. Like, when you post it, it's like, man, I miss being a kid. It's like, no, same, bro, because it's like, dude, like, it was just like. It was a simpler time. It was simpler time. Like, you know, us joking in OLA and everything. You, you don't me, realize, you know, this. people, kid, adults tell you, like, when you get older, you know, things get real, but you don't really realize yeah, how real, real it gets, you know? Yeah, you don't realize dude. you could really, like, just be depressed or like just out on the streets like just just from not you know having the job that you want not had not getting the money that you think you would you would want to like live a healthy and sustainable life friends get on drugs overdose. Yeah, friends get on drugs people die like nothing nothing can really prepare you for like the things that life has in store for you, you, so you kind of loved ones too. yeah you kind of just have to go through it and just be just keep pushing forward. Yeah, just keep pushing forward. That's why it's, I feel like it's good to have a, some type of relationship with God or your or a higher power or just have a, or just be able to connect to something bigger than you so you can, you know, be able to deal with some of these things that life that life throws at you. Yeah. That's the main thing. That's the main reason why I decide to, you know, go follow God and go to church and things like that. Yeah, man. Cause the way I be praying, even for my brother or just my family, bro, it's just like you really don't know who's mm. gonna come. <laughs> Cause you don't know like what situation, who's gonna bring up a gun, who's gonna do this, and who's gonna do that, who's gonna shoot up, and everything. That's why I say to myself so much, bro. I'm so selective with who I bring in my circle, bro. Cause it's just like being out there. It's just it's overrated because everybody's so fucking stupid so it's like right. why even waste your time with that and everything you know it's just like it's cool i like to go out i like to you know you know every now and again but it's just like at the same token you don't know who's all gonna be out there you don't know who's dealing with whatever what home they come through you know what their origin story is were they molested were they not or they just that fuck up their brain yeah. moving on and everything you don't know you never know what people are dealing with and who wants to make it your problem or the next person's problem? Exactly. But it's just like, no, seriously, man. But that's just the generation, bro. But I feel like those memories in the past, you look back on it, you just smile on it. Like, you know, like, yeah, you, you know, things are really it, you great. Know. You know, it's just like, you remember Multicultural Week and everything when Boris was like, they had to dance with Miss Rankasun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miss, I go. Miss Ram, I go. She goes to my church. Oh, she does. Oh, mm-hmm. dang. Oh, cool. Tell her for me next time. Yeah, I, see well, I see her all the time every Sunday. Oh, really? Uh, she well, don't... I don't go every Sunday, but when I go, I see her. What church you go to? You go to? I go. I used to go to Tom, Saint Thomas Aquinas, but then I now I go to uh, Constell. I go. I used to go to Constellation, then I went to Saint Thomas Aquinas. Now I go to uh, back to Constellation. Are right, you like basically Catholic still, or? Uh, no, I don't really have a denial. I go to any church, honestly, as long as the word is good. Yeah, I, I go to Baptist church. I'm, I'm yeah, my, grand, my grandma's Baptist. I like Baptist church, too. Baptist my mom church. is a Baptist, but she converted from my dad. Uh, okay. Yeah. So your dad's Catholic now? Yeah, my dad is a Catholic. My dad's a... Ta- well, he was born in Italy, so, you know, Rome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because... 
Yeah, he was born in Italy. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't really, like, get into that because, like, every – all I mean, every church has their faults. Every church – if you go in history, every, every church, every religion has their faults. So I don't really, like, get into, like, which religions to write. I just believe in God. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. That is, that's what I believe. Yeah, most definitely, man. It's just, like, you know, like, I can't even tell you, like, how good things started getting from here. Like, the more I keep going to church and everything, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I swear, it's just, like, like, like this year was especially tough. Especially, I had to bury my own grandfather and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I was having, I couldn't really leave the, the city as I wanted to. So I just, this podcast thing was, like, a positive for me to take my mind off a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. and actually make rooms for other things even networking with other people like i've talked to artists other like uh you know people who have motions with the music industry and just educators stuff mm-hmm. of that nature you know it's just like D- dc would be a great place for you to go to to you know expand and build on top of what you got now because you got a hundred some episodes and you building you know a digital footprint definitely dc is a good move i could see you because you you speak well so i could see you doing well with this you definitely should keep going Oh yeah, most definitely, man. It's just it just comes uh, it just comes natural to me for some. I don't know why mm-hmm. and everything, but it just does. Like I don't know if I'm like more of an extrovert or whatever, but it's just like and I like to talk to people, get their background and like their like uh their uh, ideals in regards to things of that nature. It's just it just comes naturally to me, and like I feel like it pretty much opened up a whole lot of doors for me to that degree. Uh, too and everything but it's just like you know you got to do something you gotta yeah. you can't be on your ass and then and you just... see like all these podcasts that are like getting like uh big now like i watch i mean joe rogan's everybody i know well, not everybody but a lot of people watch him i watch a lot of no jumper i watch um, drink Ta- champs drink yeah i watch champs. drink champs a lot i love drink champs i watch um my tv uh, I, Vlad, I like Vlad. I do like Vlad, but it depends. Like Vlad, he'll he his interviews are very informative. So and they're but they're also very long. So you'll have to like kind of watch something that you're really interested in. That like, clips. So. Yeah, they have clips, but I like to like sometimes like they'll stop it right when they're like getting deep into something. You know what I'm saying? So like I like to watch his videos and like a lot of it depends on depends on who's on there. Like, you know, uh, John Sally, the basketball player. Uh, yeah. Did he play for the Lakers or? Who no, he, well, he played, he did play for the Lakers, but he was known for being on the bad boy Pistons. Ah, uh, yeah. One yeah. of my favorite basketball teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was on that team and he, I love him because he just has, uh, he just has like a great perspective on a lot of different topics. And he says things that like a lot of people would like, he, he'll say things that a lot of people wouldn't agree with. But he'll word them in such a like a like an informative way that it's like hard to disagree with him because you might not have the information. But like if you listening to him, what he says, and if you're taking it as fact, then it's like, okay, well, yeah, that, that's that's real good information. I didn't know that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I would do watch Vlad interviews. Yeah. I, like- I like the interviews with Lord Jamar and Godfrey. Also, oh yeah, yeah, Godfrey interviews are super good. So like, okay, so uh, the Godfrey is what the Nigerian, right? I think so. I know he played that game on and like uh, Soul Plane. You remember? Yeah, yeah, he's so funny. I love him. He's a under he's he's an underappreciated comedian. Cause like, if you think about it, like the early two thousands, he was putting in a lot of work. He was getting a lot of like money from those VH1 uh, shows and shit like that. Yeah. He was like. 
He was like one of the best personalities on those shows. Like no, really, no, yeah. No, like, Godfrey is he's he's super he's super smart, and he also has like a really intelligent perspective too. And he got a podcast too, I think. He does. I I need to check it out. Yeah, so like a lot of people are making podcasts now, and there's definitely money in it. You know, it's a it's a whole industry now, so it's cool. Yeah, you can get monetized or whatever, um, but it's like it's just really just a matter of just getting the right people to listen. Like I know I interviewed this one Nigerian girl who like does music, ever called Queen Izzy, and just because of her episode and everything, it was like my first three hundred downloads on the episode, which is like way early on. But also, it's like it got listeners out like in the UK and in Africa and the South Africa. I'm like, damn. So it just, it just takes a matter of just like just doing that. Like, wow, what if I really marketed this? Like, yeah. really, really push this. So that's why I was like, once I get that 150 mark, that's like going to be on the bucket list of things I got to do. Got definitely got to put it out there. Um, certain areas like I want to hit like New York, Atlanta, Houston, LA. Those are the four main cities because it's like those are the main like you know pop and say Miami also obviously, and just like pretty much all the little bit uh, all the other cities in between that too. But just even outside of that too, and everything make it global and everything, and then maybe get a monetized where it's like I can get some type of revenue off the ads. You know, just mm-hmm. just stuff of that nature. It's just a step by step process. It's yeah. definitely money in it, man. I'm telling you, you if you do this, just keep it as a side hustle. Eventually, it'll be your main gig. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, sure. It's just it all comes to work and everything for sure. And I know, like, we literally go back since fucking second grade. I think that's when we oh, really. No, no, we weren't in the same kindergarten class. We didn't meet until second grade. I remember. Oh, yeah, no, I remember because like you were like the only person I knew that was Liberian other than myself. I thought I was like the only Liberian in the world <laughs> <laughs> at that point and everything. So it's just like. And then from then on, it went like it was just me, you, Ronald, and then Joe Malone. And then Boris came, and then Boris became. Wait, Joe Malone? I don't remember. You remember Joseph, the white guy? Oh, you know what I'm saying? But why? He's he's white. Why did you say him? I'm just saying, like, no, we used to hang out. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, we did used to hang out, but I didn't really like him like that. <laughs> you didn't like him, but that, that was the homie. I didn't like sure. Joe, was, he was cool. He was kind of. I think you like Joe. I liked um, Hubie. You remember Hubie? Who's Hubie? He had a sister. I forget his name. I have. I actually have a um, the old yearbook. Oh, he had a a sister with black hair. Yeah, Leslie. Leslie. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember Leslie. I remember yeah, Leslie. Yeah. It was all coming back. Amanda Fom and Ali yeah. Singletary and all of them. I saw Ali the other day. She works at um, she works at Plato's Closet. She works at Plato's Closet. Yeah, she's really cute now. I know she was like I know she was a heavy pothead too. Like, Is she really? I know I saw like the IG side like she was smoking Halloween. I'm like, damn, I'm like, I've been thinking like that. The smart I don't even kids have her IG. You gotta, I had it. I want. Let point. me get that when you done, bro. She's <laughs> mad pretty, yo. She is like, bro. When I seen her at that, she didn't even remember me. Uh-huh. I was like, you remember me? I was like, I was like, we, we went to elementary school. She didn't remember me. She still don't remember me. Yeah, she smoked a pothole. Yeah, she, yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why. Yeah, nah, because I was like, yo, how you don't remember me? Like, I like, bro, how did those times? Like, those- I, I saw Caitlyn. I was delivering pizza see, to her one time. I see Caitlyn all the time. She's cute as fuck too. Now she slimmed down a whole lot. She slimmed down a lot. She's still tall as hell, but she's cute. Don't call me ass. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. I seen her at a pool party. She was like, she was like Giorgio. I was like. Caitlin? 
I was like, what the fuck? You know what was crazy? When I delivered pizza to her house one time, it's, I saw her mom. I'm, I remember her mom and everything. And I'm like, oh, hold on. I think I went to school with your daughter and everything. And it's like, oh, yeah, Caitlin, I think one of your classmates is up here. And then she just come jumping out of everywhere, jump all that way. And I'm like, what? She was like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's 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 fine now. She's like a stallion. She went to freaking Appalachian State, like, they, yeah, obviously. They, all, all, those, all those kids, all those, preppy, all those kids we grew up with are like preppy kids. Kids, no. Yeah, no, seriously, we're fucking wild being fucking hood niggas, yeah. <laughs> fucking ghetto rat. <laughs> nah, but it's crazy because OLA is like in the hood, though. I mean, it's near. I mean, it's on the east side. I guess it's not. Yeah, it's not like. Nah, it is kind of. It's right in. It's right next. It's like right near in Milton. Like yeah. Milton is like hood. So. East way ain't that far from it either. That's what so I'm it's saying. Just, so it's like right there. Like it's it's like around different neighborhoods that are like inner city like that it's in the inner city yeah no we're not too far away from eastland mall and it was mm-hmm. just like that because i live not too far from the old area and everything it's like literally eastland mall was wild bro because yeah, i never went i never well i've been there before but not like not too much to get comfortable yeah i was never there i was always going to concord mills because my mom worked at concord mills oh yeah well see a uh, fucking eastland mall dude they had fights they had a rave they I had remember, all types I, of crazy i remember stuff. that shootout that happened at eastland mall they had a shootout at every other mall now yeah there yeah like I, I, recently I'm, fucking south park mall yeah Con- concord is everywhere there's always something going on at the mall yeah, Charlotte's getting crazy for no reason. It's the people. It's more people coming in the city. It, that too, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because I like, got people from freaking Atlanta, Chicago, Atlanta, New, York. New York. Everybody's coming down. All the people oh. from New York are talking about something. They ran New York. How you run a whole city with like billions of people right. and you're two people? Like, just just say you had a good time. Just, yeah. just leave it at that. A lot of people from there. A lot of people from really all over. Chicago. Yeah, a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of people from Chicago. Facts. Yeah, nah. But back then, yeah, back back then we do go way back, man. You know, you're like one of my first, one of my first like friends outside of like cousins and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and our and our family was pretty locked in too, because it's like Liberian community type things and everything. Yeah, yeah. There was that one time I think I moved in because I moved into an apartment on the east side. I'm on my road. You remember and everything. Mm-hmm. You just showed out. Yeah, I remember. I've been there. Yeah, what? what you, aren't you Trunkin's cousin or whatever? Trunkin, yeah, he just texted me actually. He just did. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool, man. But it's like yeah, I was actually I was just with him yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. He just be at the crib and everything. Yeah, Trick gonna be pulling up, you know. He stay in the city, so and he's my younger cousin, so you know I try to like make sure they on the right path, make sure they in school, make sure they just not on it, not on no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Got no, something going on? No, seriously, dead ass. Like that's that's the main thing. It's really. Especially like uh, my brother and everything, you know. It's like I know, like Taurus has his head on straight, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like Taurus is just like, oh, like I'm talking to you. Like he's like that same way. Like he's not like a, like a punk or anything. Of yeah, that nature. He, I mean, he's in. Well, how old is he? Like 21. He's 22. 22. Yeah. So he he's a he, 2000 baby. So you just take whatever last digit. Yeah. And that's his age. He's he's in that age where he's like. He's at that age where it's like he has to find. He kind of has to find his path. I feel like around like. I feel like around like 20, like from 18 to 25, you kind of got to figure shit out on your own. Yeah, you kind of have to find your path around that age. Oh, I mean, yeah, at least I know he has good friends around him. So it's yeah. just like, you know, so it's like, it's always good. I never, like, they know backstabbers or anything around him or nothing. Yeah, because you don't want to, like, figure out what you want to do when you're, like, 30. Even though you can, a lot of people do do that. 
and it can be it can be great but like just to be like more comfortable and for peace of mind i try to like you know have a good path yeah. that you want to go on by the time you're like 24 mm-hmm. and you'll you'll be all right cuz i think like ever since ever since i graduated school high was, school or college uh college ever mm-hmm. since i graduated college i kind of been on this path like entrepreneurship and that's like what's sustaining me, like in my everyday, my bills and stuff. And then while I'm doing this, I'll be looking for work. You know, I'll be trying to build my resume and do things that will make me more, um, make me more uh, attractive to a company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I just once I like figured out that's like my niche, like that's what I'm gonna be doing for the next two to three years. I just you know stick with that because right now I'm a- I actually found a good job. I'm a- I'm working with an investment company, like okay. a yeah, like I'm uh basically I work with debt securities. Uh, yeah, so like just like basically like uh bonds and um bills and um. And uh, municipal bonds and stuff like that, like city bonds, stuff like that. Yeah, no, seriously, man. Like, that's good, man. I was just working with Novon and everything as a care associate, and I'm just, mm-hmm. I had to leave that fucking job. It's just, but that's pretty good, too. too yeah, good. no, no, it's good to work in the hospital, but my mom's work at HM. I'm about to work at HM as a patient, as a patient safety attendant. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm just going to be working at the warehouse until like that goes through and mm-hmm. everything. I feel uh, it, I feel really, but it's just like, you no, know, dead ass. It's just like, really, that trend transition out of college into like really some people are lucky where they actually got an internship and it's just like career yeah i never i never got an internship because i was always trying to be on top of my grades make yeah. sure i never fail a class and covid so, hit and that kind of like yeah covid stuff. really messed me up because covid like prolonged my graduation date but i was i really wasn't tripping because around the time that covid hit i was also like investing into my business that's really when i was started my business so i was like well if this thing, this this COVID thing, I mean, like, it's kind of, like, messing up my school, but, you know, I can spend more time towards this. So I, I just dived in, put all my focus towards my business. So by the time that I graduated, it was up and running, and it was, like, sustaining me. And, you know, I also had money, like, to help my parents out, my mom and dad. So, you know, it was good for me. I, yeah, I feel like... If you have an idea, like any type of entrepreneurial spirit, and you got an idea, just go for it, man. It's better to, it's always better to work for yourself. Oh, it's better, yeah. No, seriously, I need to get back old girl because I got like an offer, like to get um, my whole real estate license and everything, which costs like about a couple hundred, which wouldn't be mm-hmm. a problem for me right now. But right. it's like at the same time, I still want to get certain things out of the way first before I go for all in and that and everything. It should be willing to work with me. And that and everything. But even beyond that, you know, podcasts. I'm thinking about maybe trying to write a book, too. That would have been cool. I think that would be good for you. Yeah, because I, 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 I already got, like, a storyline set up. And I'll like, explain it to you after when we go off. I know, I know somebody can help you get published, too. I know, I know somebody, too. I, I interviewed her also. <laughs> Black Publishing Company. That's what's up. Seriously, like, when I say the networking you can get from just doing this stuff, bro, like, it's crazy and everything. But yeah, I believe it. Yeah, but we pretty much talked about just about every uh, topic we could speak on and everything. We're already pushing up to almost two hours. It's one oh, of my yeah, longer yeah. episodes Damn. and everything. Hey, we had a lot to catch up on. I ain't seen each other, Hell like, yeah, forever man. and everything. Yeah. You know, we homies. We homies. Yeah, so yeah. it is. Man, and everything. It's one of my... This is one of my best friends from back in the day, man. We used to laugh every day. Like, I had some of my best 
laughs with this guy right here. No, this really? is a good guy right here, man. Yeah, no, seriously, I mean, I can't believe how much time passed, bro. Because, yeah. like, you know, my family pretty much divorced and everything. I yeah. had to grow past that. I had to pretty much be strong for my brother. We had to be strong for each other yeah. and everything. You know, even going from that, you know, relatives passing away and everything. Yeah, man, I didn't know where I was going to go after community college. I felt everybody in high school, all my fake ass fucking friends, and I had to move on past that, find new people in the HBCU atmosphere, graduate at the top of my class. There's a lot of people I had to prove wrong, man. That's what I had to move on with. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you did that, man. I'm glad you did that the same way that I went to school and finished. I'm glad that you did the same thing because I felt like growing up, I felt like we were like the ones that they didn't expect us to do anything. They probably expected us just to like fall through the, the cracks. Just be on the yeah, street. Yeah, be a statistic. Yeah. Nah, that's, I never wanted to be a statistic. Mm -mm. Yeah, nah, nah nobody's going to have that power over me, man. Yeah, uh, me it's crazy because a lot of the white kids they used to pin, they used to fuck with me in fucking middle school and everything. And it's like they end up being fucking drug addicts, kidnapping yeah, people. Yeah, a lot of those guys, a lot of those kids at uh, Queens Grant were like, uh, stupid. Yeah, they were like, um, they weren't like, the smartest they were just like their parents i feel like that wasn't like where the preppy kids go that's where like the parents who want their kids to be preppy but they weren't that educated mm -hmm. sent their kids you know yeah no seriously and they did it wasn't really i really wish i probably would have like went to like hawthorne or something you know i'm just saying like i probably would have gotten more exposure but you know considering my development like looking back on life now i feel like everything happens for a for reason, reason yeah. and where it needed to be because it's just like literally like trying to grow from being that statistic proving a lot of the teachers wrong and everything too you know i don't know you remember mr g from fucking queens right Mm, what did he teach? He was like math, but he he taught it really shit. I can't even remember. I, yo, Queen, yeah, I know you were there for like a year. Queens Grant was such a blur to me, yo. I hated that school. Like, I was just in there miserable, man. I hated that The school. only class that was good was Coach Stokes' class to yeah, me. Yeah, Coach Stokes was funny, man. The, everybody was funny in that class. Yeah. Tayshawn, Youngsu, Chris <laughs> Bennett. You, you ever know what happened to Chris Bennett after that? Chris Bennett. The dude with the afro? I don't remember him. Chris Bennett, uh, Jabril. I don't even know if you remember Jabril. I remember Tayshawn. I remember Young Sue. Jabril, T uh, Chris Bennett, Brandon, Duncan. I did an episode with him mm. and everything. I don't remember a lot of kids from Queens Grant. I barely, like, I barely, like, tried to even vibe with anybody from there. I don't even remember the last day of school. Like, I don't even remember. I feel like that's a blur. Like, when I think of my high school, I always think of Vance. I never think of, like, Queens Grant. That one year I went to Queens Grant is just a blur. No, seriously. At least you got to leave. Your parents just let you go? Or is it just... Well, I just used to tell them every day that I hated like it. Yeah, and then it was really far from my house. So they just... Mm -hmm. At that point, they were just like, all right, we'll just send you to public school. At least your mom, your parents are more lenient. My mom, like, no, this is a good school for you. Oh, no, you got to... It's a good place for you, and it's like ain't shit here. They ain't got a gym or a fucking library. Like how you they gonna make me go? Fucking library. What kind of school? <laughs> you gonna make me go? How did you end up being there? I, I was so surprised to see you there. I'm like, why are you here? I was there for soccer because um they had a good soccer team and the coach wanted me to play. Oh yeah, that died. Yeah, he kind of he begged me to stay. He begged me. <laughs> Because like the year, was the, it Garcia? That was yeah, it. yeah. He was a good coach though. Honestly, if I wanted to be like, if I wanted to go like play collegiate soccer, I should have stayed there yeah. because he was really on me and he was making me a, he was, he was really making me a good soccer player. That's one, that's one soccer coach because after that I was, I was just on teams with like a bunch of Hispanic guys. So like, <laughs> but like before that it was like more like, 
I was I was really learning the game of soccer because in public school they don't give a fuck about soccer. They just care about uh, basketball and football. Mm. So like I would, they don't really give a lot of funding into soccer. And even that school didn't give a, a bunch of funding into it. But we still had a gr- we had a great field to play on, you know. So that was that was the good thing. And we had and we could be on that field as long as we wanted. So and he and the and the coach, Mister uh, Gershio, he would. Like he would put in the time to like develop to develop me because he saw me as like a freshman. I was on varsity, so he saw me like okay. I, by the time he's a senior, I can make him like really good. Yeah, okay. In that case, I'd understand. At least he had a reason. Shit, my family. I don't know what my parents would think. I think I mm-hmm. you know like other kids went there. So oh, maybe if we keep putting him around these other kids, maybe we'll start doing better. It's like that was the reason why I was fucking up in school. Yeah, I was putting up with these <laughs> those preppy ass motherfuckers. Yeah, because when I went to when I went to CIS, I started getting uh, A's and B's. I started getting straight A's. Because you were around people that were like you. Yeah, I was around more black people, and then like it was just all inclusive. It was Arabic people, Hispanic people. Just all types of people, all all types of people at CIS. You would have loved it. Yeah, I was just, around a lot. That was the first time I was around like black people, where I was like, okay, okay. like this, you is, did cool. way this is dope. I did way, like, I did way my better. My mom's made me think like, like literally because like they like schools that had a predominantly African American population, like they would get less funding or whatever. Yeah. Like honestly, if it was up to me, either if it was up to me, I probably would have either went to Rocky River because I always fuck with some people that it, went the to Rocky, Rocky River, River was a good school too. Rocky it was, was cool. it was um. It was a good school because it was a newer school. Yeah. Yeah. So they were that was that school at the time where we were in high school. It was getting all the funding. Yeah. No. Seriously. Or maybe Hawthorne because they had like a biology situation going on there. That was pretty. And like, and I kind of gave up on wanting to be a doctor because there was once upon where I kind of did want to be a doctor and then I just mm-hmm. gave up on it because it's just like you know I didn't get shit about science and everything. I ain't got no yeah. science program. Yeah. I didn't. I never liked science. I was always like I'm. I I majored in marketing. Yeah. So like I just have yeah. an entrepreneurial mind. Same. That's marketing. my thing. Yeah. I graduated from marketing and business administration and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't it seems more practical to me, you know, yeah, when it yeah. comes to and that. And then when then with that degree you can kinda like maneuver it and put it into different Anywhere. industries. Yeah. Whether if it's health, whether if it's um television just mm-hmm. whatever that's the one thing i like about marketing is that you can literally go anywhere, anywhere yeah it. everywhere everybody needs marketing everybody needs some type of business like mm-hmm. in marketing you can work yeah. in all types of departments you can work hr you can work you can do anything literally anything that's why i went with it for sure and yeah. i mean even if you're not in your main career job you can still do other jobs and they'll bump you up in that position Hell if yeah, they need man. it to be so so like that was really like my plans with that but it's like, yeah, man, we pretty much spoke about anything. And now we already went over two hours. <laughs> that yeah, that would have yeah. been two episodes right there. Right, right. But anyway, but hey, an episode's an episode. It is what it is. I got to get back home and everything. You know, I hear you, man. Is, hey, man, it was great. It was, yeah, a, yeah, it was a great base. talk. Yeah, great I, talk. and I'm going to be in Charlotte for a while. So you want to just like, touch up, just do whatever. You know? Yeah, no, nah, cool. definitely. We're going to get up. We're going to get together, man. I'm, um... You know, the holiday is coming up. My birthday is actually next week. Oh, yeah, because you're a Sagittarius. Yeah, December 1st. Yeah, next Thursday. Okay, what you trying to do? What are you trying to What are you going to strip club or something like that? <laughs> nah, man. I'm going to try. I'm probably just like, I'm yeah, probably table. just going to chill. Nah, I ain't going to. I'm going to. I'm gonna go to the Horn the Hornets game on that next Saturday. Ah, uh, yeah. So that will be like my my thing. But like, on who we going up against? The Bucks. So oh. <laughs> we're going against Giannis, man. <laughs> now I know why you <laughs> the Nigerian nightmare, man. Nigerian nightmare, freak, freak. man. They put that name on them. They don't want. They don't want. 
they don't want to uh, rep no African country, so they call him the Greek freak. That nigga, that nigga is Nigerian. Nigerian as hell, man. No, seriously, bro. He had his brother on the team. They won the championship. They got his. He got his brother. Yeah, his, all his brothers play basketball. One of his brothers play overseas, and then another one of his brothers play on the team, and then his other brother, younger brother, plays for the Lakers. That's cool. That's really, really good. And then it's like freaking on on Hornets. They try to get Leangelo on it. Every time they try to get him on, there's some bullshit going on. Yo, bro. So, oh, yeah, he's on. No, never mind. He's off. He's off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn, bro. Just give him a break, man. Just put him on a team for a couple months. Let him sit on the bench. And then yeah. when somebody gets hurt, just put him in. Like, right, right. Real shit, man. I don't know. Like, pan- like not even just the Hornets. The Panthers, oh, shit, they all bro, the pan- me, I can't bro. even watch the Panthers game. Nah, man, 2015 was so long ago. I, you know what? You know what fucked us up? 2015, what? the halftime show. They should have gotten Drake and Future. What did we have? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you think I fucking remember? Oh, oh my god! Yeah, I think I don't know. If we we should have got Drake and Future. That shit would have been lit. Yeah, no, I would have had the "What a Time to Be Alive" album out, Tom, bro. Right, yeah, Timeless. Yeah. They ain't no I, way we could have lost. No way we would have. No lost. way we would have lost, man. We had Cam. He was dabbing all over the field, man. He was like a superhero giving footballs to Dude, kids and everything. He was a bro. He was such. A beam of light for the city, man. Bro, no serious. And then he just man. went downhill. And then that was it, man. I think he was at my homecoming actually a while ago. Just, bro, uh, that just shows you, man. As a as a black man, as soon as they don't need you, man, they throw you away in the trash. Nah, man, dude used to take hits. Like as a quarterback, he did a lot more work. Nah, yeah, he, he nah, to. he was carrying. He was definitely carrying. He was one of the carriers for sure, man. Dabbing and everything, giving footballs to kids and everything. Yo. The freaking showboat. <laughs> what a time to be alive, for real. No, really, watch every game, every game. And no, no, the best part about that era was going to Krispy Kreme, and everybody was so friendly with each other. You be able like old white niggas who talk about like cream cheese donuts, like what? At what time would a freaking black kid have a full on conversation about cream cheese donut with a with a random white person, bro? Only that time, but but now we really got to sign off for real. But it's uh, like, all yeah, right, man. From the Mental Threads podcast, you got any last words before we go off? Um, uh, nah, man. I just want everybody to be out out there. Hope everybody's feeling good. You know, if mm-hmm. you're going through some, you know, just try to get closer with God. Mm-hmm. Just and I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. Um, just if you if you're ever having any bad thoughts, just remember. You are not your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts are just little things that may pop up, but those do not define you, you know? Don't don't let those uh, overwhelm you, and don't let those make you carry out things that you wouldn't do otherwise. You are not your thoughts. Your thoughts do not define you. No, I couldn't put it any better, to be honest. No, that's it for the Mental Threats Podcast, episode 136. 14 more episodes to go. We got it. <laughs> we sewing in, now we're sewing out.